Welcome to Talk That Talk, where we have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, education, and more. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also find us on all social media networks at Real Talk That Talk. And now, let's start the show. Today's episode is is super crazy. As you guys know, this week has been one heck of a week. As it is as, as it relates, not not specifically to the band world and the music education world, but more or less to HBCU culture, more or less to to the HBCU family, to Jackson State, so on and so so forth. Um, so if for those of you who don't know, and if you and if you don't know, you must be living under a rock right now. But C- Coach Prime has decided to move on from Jackson State University and has taken him himself uh and a couple of other people to colorado um and it has really been all over the news it has been everywhere in any space that you can possibly uh imagine um and there are some things that that i felt that i wanted to discuss about it uh and let me quickly just go over some of the things that that um he accomplished at jackson state now i'm pretty sure that there are more things than than what i'm going to name here uh, but these are the things that just kind of popped off my head. He donated half his salary to construct better athletic facilities at Jackson State. Uh, two consecutive Celebration Bowl appearances. He generated about $185 million in advertising exposure for Jackson State University. Secured custom suits for JSU football team through Michael Strahan. Uh, he was instrumental in the NIL uh, deal that took place, uh, and he impacted the city of Jackson by about $30 million. Um, so I, I know that there are a lot more things that, that, uh, he may have done. Um, I'm pretty sure that Portia, you probably about to throw some in there. Go ahead. You got it. He worked out a deal with American airlines, so they didn't have to take bus rides over, I think three hours. So, um, a lot, a lot, a lot that he has contributed. Um, and so I don't think anybody, not one person, uh, who feels on either side of the fence, uh, is going to take anything away from him uh, on that front. Uh, but I want to talk about it because there are some things that that I feel and and um, you know I, I and and as I told my dad when I when I talked to him, I'm kind of on both sides of the fence about it. And uh, one of the things that I did see, I, I did see an HBCU chancellor. I don't know exactly who it was who who said, "I hope he fails." Um, and I'm not good with that. Uh, one of the things that I am always going to be about, I'm, I'm always going to want to see somebody be successful. I don't care what space that you're in, uh, but I do want to see you be successful at it. And I never in my life uh, want to talk about and, 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 and diminish someone else's money. Um, that's just how I am. Um, you know, I will never, I don't care how upset I am or how frustrated I am. Somebody else's money is their money and they should be able to make it to be able to support themselves and support their family. So for somebody to put that information out there like that, I just think it's, it was not cool. Um, but, uh, before we really get into it, um, you know, I, I kind of want to just go around the room, uh, and get your thoughts. Um, so Quan, Oh, Oh, Portia, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Portia. Energy for it. Go ahead. Hey, Portia, you got to say. Yeah, we, we out here lying. I'm sorry. Who doesn't want to elevate in life? I just applied for another promotion. I got a promotion a year and two months ago. I don't care. I want more. I want more. I'm going to go after more. I don't understand. First of all, 
No, we, I have never seen a race of people throw their people under the bus more than we do. I have never seen that. You don't see white people talking junk about them. Why are we talk? Why? First of all, when did we, and Seaburn and I had this conversation yesterday. He never said, I'm the savior of HBCUs. We label him that. He came there to do a job. I don't know no no football coach that is not trying to get to the next level. The only person that's probably not trying to make moves is Nick Saban. Where he going? Other than he could go to the NFL, but I mean, he had the pinnacle right now for his, his you know. But who's not trying to move up? Since this, we talk a lot about bands. Band directors do it all the time. Start out at a small school, build their resume up, and then get to where they want to go. So I'm confused about, well, I haven't seen white people talk drunk about him, but I'm confused about what we wanted him to do. Because in two years from now, I don't want to be in the same place that I'm at. What he has done there and what he um, has brought to that school cannot be erased. But I don't mean no harm. If you're going to give me the choice between $300,000 and $5 million over a certain number of years, bye. And I don't know if y'all ever watched his TV show. He take care of a whole lot of people. He need them coins. And he wouldn't have had to build no facility. All of y'all that's talking junk, I would love to see if y'all name on the Alumni Association roll. I would love to see what y'all giving to the university. I, I don't understand that. If we're not trying to grow and get better, then what are we doing? Now, I do feel like it could have waited to after the celebration bowl, but I don't know the circumstances of that. What if somebody else found out about it and was going to leak it, so he tried to get ahead of it and paint it his own way? We don't know. But I don't know any coach HBCU bread or not, that's not prime. If offered that same opportunity, wouldn't do the same thing. I'm sorry. I, I want I want more money. And then people saying he shouldn't do this. Why he did it up? Are y'all gonna give him the money? HBCUs cannot afford to pay him five million. I don't understand what the expectation is. And I mean, for those who feel like he shouldn't be leaving, what's the expectation? 10 years, 20 years. I just want to know what the expectation is because would it made it have made it easier if he stayed a longer period of time. I just don't agree. I, I, Elevation is what we all should be striving for. That's just my opinion. All right. Uh, Quan, what about you, brother? Hey. <clears throat> so, Porsche kind of like took all my stuff. So, I'm going to go in a different route, right? So, first of all, in this country, we have 107 historical black colleges and universities. First of all, 107. Amongst all them colleges and universities, 
230,000 students are at all of those universities. Out of those 230,000 students, 20% are non-Black. 190,000, so that's about ratio of 190,000 students that attend HBCUs in this country that are Black, right? However, on the flip side, let's think about it like this. There's 1.6 million Black students that attend PWI. So when you speak about this whole situation and what his point of view was, well, you don't have to go to a uh, PWI to make it. If you can make that sound decision and have your students go to HBCU, you can win. I mean, he he proved it, right? Now, Portia took a lot of my stuff, so I'm going on a different route. Because <laughs> it was, I mean, I, I feel what she's saying. So then my question is this, from a macro perspective, let, let's ask this, do we really support black businesses like we should? Because like we were upset about him transitioning or being promoted or elevated. But then the question is, do we even support black businesses ourselves? Um, and you took the words out of my mouth, Portia, um, is you said the savior aspect. He had a three-year contract. He fulfilled this three-year contract. To add some points from you uh, that you had uh, earlier, Luke, Deion Sanders also established the HBCU College Combine. Um, it was said that he also helped get a deal with ESPN for over 10 years that's worth $120 million to air football games over 10 years. He also established uh, in this year alone, 125 HBCU games were shown on ESPN. So from that alone, if you really like sit down, bro, So, uh, so from that alone, if you really, uh, sorry, if you really think about it, he's done and transmogrified um, HBCUs and put them on the forefront in a positive manner in every aspect. He also did a he had an NIL deal with them. Uh, that's why Barstool was following them around. Let's not talk about the reason why he was there. He impacted those African-American and those students in a positive way, period. Like, like let, let's, let's be honest. And I think what's frustrating is we're asking him to do something that if we ask ourselves, we wouldn't do. Like, let's be honest. $5 million, that's a, that's a different type of aspect. And then you took your money to rebuild a facility while was also speaking things such as, because um, he had a couple of uh, shows and uh, solo interviews with NFL stars that literally said, I can say some things that they can't because he's primetime. He's, he's not there, quote unquote, for the check, but he should be paid for what he's worth, right? So, for example, the coach for Southern University cannot be as outspoken as primetime. He can't. So when you speak things like with the whole ordeal about the ticket sales, when he was holding us accountable and he basically said, how you want people to film you, but you're not selling out. But then you're saying you're selling out, 
uh, that you sold seventy thousand, but the ticket receipt said twenty thousand. Just that math ain't math. Then. So, like when you really sit down, bro, uh, for all of this, he did his job. He did it to the best of his ability. I think he did an awesome job, and he's transitioned. I don't see. I, and I, I close with this because, uh, like I said, Portia, every point that you say was on point. I just close with this. At the end of the day, if he stayed 20 years and transitioned out, we still would be mad then too. I'm, I'm just saying, bro. Like, if life, if we all say life is short, so two years from now, he may, I mean, I don't wish nothing on him. Two years, like, who say you'll be living? Like at the age and what he's been through, he got toes amputated, had skin grafts and different things that happened to his leg. Like he's done it. Now all of the, you know, who ain't swag. I mean, that's, that's semantics. That, that don't even matter because look at the revenue that he's brought to the swag. Now, my question is this for the people that are in the swag, what are we going to do now? That's the real question. What are we going to do now? Because he, real talk, he gave you the blueprint and the platform. What you going to do now? That's all I'm saying, bro. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I do have questions today. Um, so don't think that we don't. Um, and I hear everything that you guys are saying. Uh, and there's a level of of agreeing that I do uh, have with you all. There is a level, um, but I'm I, I'm going to take it in a, in a different route, and um, just just go with me on this. Um, you probably won't agree, but it is what it is. I don't really care. <laughs> but so first of all, uh, like I said, like I said earlier, this man uh, made the decision to go to a new area, a new space, by all means, go do whatever it is that you feel that you need to do, uh, make whatever decisions that you need to make. Um, but there are a lot of things that, that I see that for me, uh, I was not uncomfortable with, or I was not comfortable with. Um, yes, he did a lot for the city. He did a lot for um, Jackson State within itself. Uh, but we can't, as, as us, you know, going back and saying he took the money or whatever, we can't use that at, for me, the way I perceive it. We can't use that as one of the talking points when he himself sat in a room and said, I don't need the money. I got money. I don't need the money. That's what he said. So we got to stop throwing the, the 5 million versus the 300,000 out there. That, that for me is not even going to be within the conversation because he's already said he doesn't need the money. So for him, it doesn't matter. So we can't look at that. Um, the can, I other rebut, thing, can I rebut real quick though? Like, no. like, no, no. The only reason why I'm saying no is because of the fact that I, I, I want to try to get all my points out before we start hitting the rebuttal daddy. Cause I know there's going to be a lot of rebuttals. <laughs> so let me get my points out first and then we can hit the rebuttal daddy. Um, but, the other thing that 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 um, I was going to say is the fact of I think the, the the blueprint argument is kind of a disingenuous argument. Let me tell you why I think the blueprint argument is a different a dis, disingenuous argument. Because 
he's prime. It's not like you just had a, a random good coach who just came in. Let me give you a better example. As, mus as musicians, right? If Robert Glasper came to Prairie View A&M University, and when he came to Prairie View, he's bringing money, he's bringing a wealth of connections that he had before he got there. And with that, he's also bringing his expertise that he's had as a performer in the past, in the present, and what he can do in the future. Now, what I'm saying is, and that's the same thing with Prime, he brought a level of connections that a lot of people didn't have. And from that standpoint as well, he also brought another level of, of attention to himself and the university because of who he is. If Robert Glasper goes to Prairie View, oh, shoot, Robert Glasper is teaching blah, blah, blah at Prairie View. Who wouldn't want to get theory lessons from Robert Glasper? So you may get a whole bunch of people from other universities who want to transfer over to Prairie View to get theory lessons from Robert Glasper. And then if he, if he gets up and tips and says, all right, I'm out, you think those same kids who transferred in to learn from Robert Glasper is going to stay or are going to be enthralled to stay? And then Robert Glasper says, well, I gave you the blueprint. Now all you got to do is follow it. But you don't, you don't come with the same credentials. That To me, those are just two totally different situations. So I think that when we start talking about that, we got to also look at just the fact of who he is. So I, 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 I think that sometimes we, we kind of lose that. Yeah, there is a blueprint, but we also got to realize who he is. All right? The other part is this. He said, um, in this business, you either get terminated or elevated. So first of all, I don't know anybody, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy, right? Who, who thought he was about to get terminated anytime soon? Now, I, I will agree. I would disagree with you. I don't, I don't think that he would. I wouldn't even want him to stay 20 years. I, I would never want him. To, I wouldn't want nobody to stay that long, for real. But I'm saying he was nowhere near on the, on, on the cusp of getting terminated. And I think what bothers me is the fact that he went to Colorado, a predominantly white institution, and labeled as elevated. I think that we we have to kind of be mindful of the or, or or the way that we speak and the terms that we speak, because you can't say you either get terminated or elevated. So I'm going to this predominantly white institution for the means of elevation. When you were elevating where you were at, you were making strides and elevation where we were at. So now we're elevating because we're going over there. My other point was, I also feel it's almost a slap in the face when you see a brother being successful with his own people and you go grab him. D does anybody else have a problem with that? You're being successful and you're showing success with your own people. Your people are winning now. Your people are in the limelight. But instead of trying to go shop, for somebody else, I'm going to go grab him from his people to bring him over here. For me, that part felt a little weird for me. Because at the end of the day, that young, that prime was elevating us, regardless of how we look at it. 
And I'm not sitting up here saying that he was the savior of all and he's the savior of HBCUs or nothing. I'm just looking at what was in front of us. We ain't never seen JSU like that. Not in our lifetime. We ain't never seen HBCUs like that. Even when they used to show us on BET, it, it wasn't like that. Two Celebration Bowl appearances back to back. An undefeated season. You getting some of the top recruits to come to, your, to, to the university. You're getting NFL coaches who are saying, hey, maybe I need to start really thinking about going to HBCUs. But what you're teaching H, what, what you're teaching them now is go to HBCU to pad your stuff and then go to the next level. To me, that seems like a politician who comes and comes around the black folk and eat the chicken. And then put a little ketchup and barbecue sauce and hot sauce on it. And then once they, once we vote for them, I appreciate y'all. I'm out. That's just how it seems. And I'm honestly, I could be absolutely wrong, but I'm just saying from the way that I looked at it. Now, at the end of the day, that man going to do what he does or how he does or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And that's cool. You going to, you going to do whatever it is that you need to do. I'm just saying, from the outside perspective, that's that's just how I look at it. And then my last point, because I had to write all of them down. I know, I know, Quan, you up there writing too sometimes. I know you be doing that. But I had to write them down. My last thing is this. We and and I, I don't know if anybody watched the Roland Martin. At first, Quan, I thought you watched it because you came with some of his talking points uh that Roland Martin was talking about when it when it came to HBCUs and stuff, uh, and, and the percentages. The, the only thing I'm going to say about that is, yes, from a macro perspective, as HBCU graduates, we don't give back enough. But what I also will say from the debt-to-income ratio as it relates to HBCUs and PWIs is just completely different. Every And, and I had this conversation with my wife in the car. Uh, I want to say it was either today or yesterday. There are so many more HBCU graduates who are living paycheck to paycheck. And Roland Martin made it, made a, a um, example. He said, you can, you can, you can get to, you can go to your homecomings and you can buy your hotels and your drinks and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff, but you can't give back. Uh, I, I agree to that. But I also think that's a disingenuous argument because of this one reason. Not every person is able to give back. And some people save up all year just for them to get to homecoming so they can go fellowship. Some people, if they're giving back, they are not able to get to homecoming to go fellowship. So for them, that's their one chance to be able to, to get out and to be able to, you know, get back to their university. Yes, it's always great to give back. And I will never, ever in my life disagree with giving back. But to me, it's not apples to apples in those particular situations. I just don't believe they are. So that's, that's just the way I see it. So once again, I, 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 like I said, I'm on both sides of the fence because I feel, I feel that man should be able to go and do whatever it is he wants to do. Yes. But at the end of the day, those points are things that kind of resonated with me when all this went down. So there it is. Now, if you, if you want to re reboot, rebut 
Uh, you are free to do so. But before we do that, I want to make sure that I'll let y'all know we do got topics, so I want to be able to get the topics out too. But I'm going to just say I ain't loyal to no job. I don't, but I, but but I don't disagree with you. That I don't disagree with you on that either. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said I, I I'm on both sides of the field. And when I said elevate, I didn't mean because he went to a white school. It was elevation. In most jobs, you have to start, you know, at smaller schools. Colorado is a bigger school than Jackson State. He's trying to get to the NFL. In coaching, that's the ultimate thing. So he's taking steps. I still do do not think it undid all of the attention, all of the eyes and stuff that he put on. I'm not 100% agreeing with i mean to me the timing of the announcement and everything like that hmm, i wasn't a fan of that i'm not saying that he couldn't have stayed five more years or whatever the case may be but did y'all see the facility at colorado like yeah yeah i saw the facility you know what i'm like i what i'm saying is is if i'm gonna work he's saying he don't need the money but the other part of this is the other part of this is, is he was getting paid 300000 but his coaching staff was not. They were struggling. They was not getting paid good money. So, and he told them, he bringing his people with him. So he might need the money, but the rest of his staff might need the money. Like, we got to look at this. Ho- I'm to just saying. That, to me, that's another problem, right? Because the, I, I got you, Quan. To to me, the reason why the that's a problem no, is because uh-huh. Prime you, shouldn't have came to Norfolk State either. Oh no! But the to, to me, the reason why that's a problem is because it goes back to what I said earlier. He elevated JSU. He elevated that space, and now you're gonna take those place the, those people from there, and then say, "Well, we gave you the blueprint." Well, if you gave him the blueprint. Then, then don't take all the things that were making them great. No, he bought them people there, and the no, school went and paid them. I'm going to keep you I, on my team broke. I I'm know. sorry. I'm not on your I team know. no more I, if I, I'm broke. I don't disagree with you. Yes, he did bring them in, but what I'm saying, what I'm still saying is there was a level of elevation that he was reaching there, and then now you, you're, you're, you're leaving, and, and when you leave, that energy, that energy is going to die. Y'all know what it's like. You know what it's like as if you have a, and this this ain't even talking about like a famous band director. This is talking about a dang good band director that has put a, a, a program on the map, on the pinnacle or whatever, and then he tips out and then some, some guy, somebody knew, it could be the assistant band director that was right there with him. But the energy ain't the same. The conversation ain't the same. So now we're saying he had to stay forever because the energy he, won't be the damn same. I never like, said that. I never did. I say that. How say many that? years is it okay for the energy to change? Five, I seven. Say, I, I'm all. I'm. 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 But watch this. But watch this. If you want to be a minimum five, then you know. But watch this though. But watch this. Here's a. I'm, I'm gonna say this. Here's the devil advocate part. He says in this business, you're either what fired are elevated right so the only way if he to start losing everybody then would have been like it's time to get rid of prime if he would have started losing they would have said it's time eventually, to get rid of prime. eventually people figure out the formula look at the damn look at 
last year. They were Super Bowl champs. They trash. Eventually, people figure out the formula in football. But but what I'm saying is within within a five because I like I said I'm a minimum five year person, but within five years, you mean to tell me that they was going to end up in, in, in under the ball? No. They probably you know, let me I'm saying, you don't I, know. I'm telling you, you're not locking me. See, this is this is a double standard because you're not locking me into no job. I don't care what you feel, what you like. I'm t- my, especially my main my main source of income. Listen, I ain't loyal to no job. I'm going for the dollars. Period. I love the Legion of Death, but if somebody offered me some astronomical ass number, uh but Portia, you are in a part. You are in a position where you that to you matters. Remember, he said, "I already got money. I don't need money. I'm good. I'm good." So that's what I'm saying. Like my staff might be broke. You taking the staff? Which, 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 you you taking? No, 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 no. Wait. You know me? If I yeah. have staff and they offering them ducats too, we'll yeah, yeah, we all going. We're not talking about if you had. We're talking about in this particular situation that you in. I don't have no staff, <laughs> so we can't talk about. It. But let, let me, let me, let me just, let me, let me just add this again, and I know we got to move on, but. Oh, I love football. I love all sports. You don't understand. I'm a female, but I'm like a dude on the inside. I love sports. Okay? So what I'm saying is people figure out formulas. Somebody was going to get his ass eventually. And what I'm saying is he, he I just he went after another job, guys. Right. I'm going after one right now. Okay? But, and I'm going to do that every couple of years. But but, <laughs> but what I'm this. Put, put like this, but at the end of the day, this, this is the bottom line. You were speaking about the example earlier with Robert Glassman Prairie, right? So, my bottom line is this: uh, in March of 2021, Prairie View had uh, increased their funds by 40 percent. Their endowments that they received was 130 million. Question: How much of that going to go to the bank? How much of that is going to go towards build, rebuilding Hobart? No, 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 no. I'm just because I'm, I'm just I'm I'm trying to make a point because real talk, they could have. With endowments and whatnot, and money that they get from donors and whatnot, they could have possibly not not offer five million, but out of respect, honestly, be like, bro, we can't give you five, but maybe we can give you three, because the the coach for Southern, his contract is one point five million. Sometimes it's not even about like the 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 dollar amount; it's about the respect of the fact of you know what, let me just this is what we can do. Like I and and or at least let me take care of your staff because we know at the HBCU level they're trying to work their way up too, and most of them are doing things for free. Some of them they may be graduate students where they they on scholarship and their refund check is how they they support themselves. All I'm saying is at this point he gone, cool. My thing is what we gonna do now? And for my specific alma mater, all the money that we be getting. Mackenzie Scott gave 50, 50 million. He prime was speaking about misappropriation of funds when he first arrived. Cause that doesn't make sense. Even y'all remember when, when, when Gremlin had to forfeit games because they had mold and, and old weights and they say keys were getting cut, lifting weights and it was getting tetanus. Like, Come on, bro. Like we, we have to sometimes sit back how many, and let's just be honest. How many HBCU scandals have the president have been stealing money over time? 
I'm, I'm just saying, like, like I'm not saying prime, prime going to be prime at the end of the day, but I want us to be better. My thing is, he was there, even if you use it as an entry-level aspect, it is what it is. But we have to hold our HBCUs at a better, better standard than what it is, bro. And then, and that's just the bottom line. This but I'm gonna say this: we get to the to the things. My question to the people who feel like it's messed up: Would you rather him not come at all? Uh, that's that's uh, you speaking in the in the. Never mind. Go ahead. Just into what ifs, like he was there, so it's not like you can use that as an argument. So the threshold is five years. Our expectation of this I, I, man no, was no, that no, he no, no. five years. I'm speaking for my personal opinion of the minimum of five. That's me. Now, some people, some people, are like he should have stayed forever. I, don't, I that I disagree with. If, but, if but, you I, but 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 I will say this um because because we do got to get the questions but i i do want to say this um i still want to go go make sure that i harp on what i said earlier we we one have got to use from in my personal opinion we've got to become we've got to be mindful of the words that we use and we've got to be mindful of how we speak about one another and speak about the culture um because it, it, the way that I perceive that when he's when he when he said that you either terminated or you elevated and you move into a predominantly white institution when we're elevating when he was elevating where he was at uh, to me that spoke volumes. I, I was looking at a young brother. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of comedy hype. I don't, I don't know if you heard of that, but the founder. Uh, he said, I think sometimes we have to challenge ourselves of how we value each other. Being able to build something amongst ourselves is elevation. We have to go against that type of mentality that the white man's ice is colder. And I don't disagree with him. I 100% I, 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 I agree with him because of the fact that I get everything that you guys are saying. I understand the idea of the fact that he was only getting paid a specific amount of money. I understand the fact that his staff was only getting paid a specific amount of money. And I even told my wife, I said, look, we really don't know what the conversation was behind with him and Ashley. We don't. Cause, cause if I was Ashley and I was the president and everybody at the university, I would have been trying to give him the whole university to make him stay. So we don't know what that conversation was, but I do know this. I know that in conversation, when he comes in front of everybody or when he, when he addresses people and I know sometimes he speaks off the dome. I, I realize that too. But I have to real. You got to realize that sometimes what you say, it, it's going to it's going to follow you. What you say, and when you say those things, people are going to look at it that way. And I didn't I, take and elevation that way. I didn't take elevation that way. And like it, love. He was elevating in that space. But let's be one hundred and ten percent clear. He was not going to be taken serious in the coaching world, especially at the either. NFL level just elevating in the HBCU space. That is the reality. He I has agree. to prove to them that he can win at every level. And that's and, just the reality. And we're going to be honest, as high school band directors, that's really the same for us too. Well, I, I was going to get on that, but see, that that's why you're going, now you're going into the topics. Okay. But uh, but no, I, I, I absolutely, I absolutely agree with you uh, on that. So let's, let's move on to the topics, man. Uh, we kind of went into it, but it's, it's going to, 
uh, it, all of the stuff is going to bleed over. So let's go ahead and do it the right way. Welcome everybody to talk that talk. <laughs> we have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and smash that like daddy right now. This is my second time doing this today. Uh, I was ready to say you did that last week. <laughs> I did. I I can piece it together though. Uh, man, y'all go ahead and subscribe to the Passionist Network and turn the notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcast networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. So going in the 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 space, and everybody keeps asking or saying, "Can we open the room up?" I I pin the joint to the uh to the YouTube. So if you on YouTube, it's already pinned could have been in here by the way i'm just saying i just wanted to put that out there because i knew this was going to be a hot topic so i wanted to be able to give people their voices but y'all missed that part anyway but here's the the first question on the board and it, and it actually goes in line with what i was talking about um and i'm i'm gonna give you a caveat in a second but i just want to hear you all's perspective does elevation signify divesting yourself in white spaces Quan. uh So when I say this, I, I, I'm going to clarify, no and yes. Because the difference is with me, I want to be the best, period. I don't give a damn what space I'm in. If it just happened to be predominantly white, that's cool. If it's with my own people, that's cool. If it's with another nationality, that's cool. And I think going, you know, I know we're going to be teetering back and forth. That's I think that's Prime's mentality as a competitor. He's been a competitor his whole life. His mindset is, I was a, a two-way player. I played basketball. I was the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, you know, I, I I played for the Atlanta Braves. I played for the New York Yankees. I played for the Cincinnati Rays. I didn't, I didn't, I, I've done it all. He was the the uh, adverse of Bo Jackson during that whole time frame. So his mindset is, now that I've set my mind on coaching, the reality of it is, uh, when you speak about the elevation, I think he was just saying elevation overall while he's transitioning. Now, uh, could that be interpreted in the waters and become murky? Absolutely. But I don't think he was speaking about, you know, elevation in front of those young men being disrespectful. I don't, I don't think that because he was in front of them talking about, we still got to finish. We still got the celebration mode and everybody that's saying, well, he should have did it after the season. We don't know what those type of fiduciary con- uh, conversation was behind closed doors. We, we we like, we don't know those things. And also we don't know when the portal actually opens. Like we don't, we don't know a lot of the other logistics uh, pertaining to uh pertaining to uh to prime but for me if if i'm at an hbcu and i'm thriving and i'm growing and and i feel like at, at this point in my life and season in my life that i've that i've mastered this thing and i still want to elevate to the not quarter i want to elevate to a new assignment or a new goal and penn state comes and i and, and it's more money and it's more beneficial to me and my family and more resources, and I can have platforms such as Midwest, TMEA, FMEA, all, all, all across the world. I'm not gonna take it because then I still have that right and autonomy to preach about HBCUs. Then I can have the autonomy to say, "Hey, A and M Chancellor, schools like Prairie View and so forth and so on, they need more money. Go to the go to the uh, the state senate and the state congress and say, "Hey, Norfolk needs more money." Different things like that. You have a different sense of pool. We have to realize that in this life, 
as African-Americans, we do have to play chess and not checkers. And maybe that was his chess move. And and I don't I don't I don't I don't see nothing I don't I don't see nothing wrong with that. But no, I want to be great in every aspect in every facet of my life. Just overall, regardless of whatever that demographic is, I when they see me, I want them to say he was a great band director. Just like prime example, Mister Thornton. We we uh, we uh, we praise him all the time, but the truth is, Mr. Thornton had to be great at both of them to be the Mr. Thornton he is now. Okay, checkmate. Not checkmate, but but I'm because I'm I'm don't worry about it. Go ahead, Porsche. Yeah. Elevation signify divesting yourself in white spaces. I'm going to go with yes and no, too. I work in corporate America. The majority of my people don't look like me. I'm immersed in white spaces. And elevation is still the goal. In his world, if he has stayed in Jackson for five years and won a celebration bowl for five, oh, well, he didn't win it last year, and won it for the next four years, they still was not going to offer him no NFL job. They wasn't. So he's going to have to say, I won here, I won there, I won here, and I won there. He's probably going to have to go from here. He'll probably stay here about two years and then go to a bigger school. I agree. Because he has to be able to prove that he can win on multiple levels, dealing with multiple conferences, all of that, before they'll offer him a job. That's just what it is. And so I don't, elevation does not signify divesting yourself in white spaces, but elevation looks different based on what your surroundings are, where you work. Uh, The requirements are not the same. It's not black and white. I love being black. I love who I am, but I'm a different person at work. Why? Because I want to elevate. So, it just depends. It's not a black and white thing. Hold on, hold on, Quan. I got you. But so I want to, I want to put this out here now, right? So this whole conversation has been going on, right? And 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 understand that the title is: Are we all hypocrites? And the reason why I ask that question is because let's think about it for a second. If we go to a historically black college and university and we're a music educator, but we say we want to go to the next level, typically, what do most people do to go get their master's degree? Uh, go to a PWI. Exactly. But 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 I but I feel like that that's now, kind of fun. Now now whoa, whoa, whoa before you before you go there now the the caveat to that is most HBCUs don't have a what a program is only three exactly so but in most cases regardless of whether we whether if we take the idea of the fact that we don't have one out of there right we typically to go to PWIs now the other half of that is. When we go to those PWIs, most of us don't go back to HBCUs. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say that. Think about it. Think about it. But you want to know why I chose, first of all, n- n- none of the n- local, <laughs> Norfolk State does not have an MBA program. So right. I had to go somewhere else. Right. Forced. Low key. <laughs> the second thing is, is part of it is, 
I did well in Norfolk State, but I want to, I want to, I can do well anywhere. Here's the proof. But, but to Portia, that's, that's the whole point though, fam. That's why I say, you know, I, I have to respectfully disagree because as African-Americans, the truth is we are proving. Like, let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade and a trump a trump. At the end of the day, this world is, is, is ran by another race. Let's be honest. Let's call it what it is. And it's a difference when you get that stamp of approval from that large institution. Because most of them, they know from an HBCU perspective, for the most part, you're underfunded. I agree. The, the teachers, uh, their, their, their standards are high. However, um, they're stretched thin. So some of the instruction that we should get or experiences we should get, we don't. It's no difference. Like we, we look at from the elementary level, middle school, secondary, and even HBCU. It's still a, a, a financial deficit amongst all of them, amongst urban education. And it's the same for HBCUs. It's the same thing when you look at your A&Ms, your, your UTs, and so forth and so on. It's a, it's a difference when you can have a school of music when you have one person dedicating to teaching you music theory and he does that every day or she does that every day, then you got the piano, the, the piano professor, he teaching music theory, music history. Then you backdoor the director of bands, he the he the marching band director, and then he's the concert band director, and you're stretched thin. And then he's teaching a conducting class just so he can have ends meet for himself. That's a difference. But to, to that point, look at, uh, I know, Portia, you say you're in the football. Who who the new coach for the Colts? His name Jeff Saturday. He used to play, he, he won a Super Bowl with the Indianapolis coach, right? Ask me how many years of coaching experience he got. Probably none. 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 They passed, you feel me? He got that job because Ursay, the owner, said, I trust that guy. Prime, no, he can't do that. Nope. Reggie Wayne, Reggie Wayne, uh, who's a who's a New Orleans native, won on the same team with Jeff Saturday, was coaching on that same team, but they passed up him. And there were several coaches, including Stephen A. Smith, said, I feel like that's wrong. Like so, what's the purpose of the Rooney Rule for the NFL? You're supposed to you're supposed to interview a coach of color from a serious perspective before you even hire. But that's your partner. They can use nepotism. We can't. So when we come there, we have to be better than the best person or the person that they know. So when we speak about elevating, that's why we tell our people, "Hey, bro." Go to class. Make sure your your transcript on point. Transition to over here so that you don't have to live check to check. We have to play chess. It's certain aspects, man. We just gonna call it what it is that we have to shuck and jive, unless you're in entertainment or unless you're an athlete. But if you're in corporate America, I'm pretty sure Portia Rito is a firecracker. We know that. But it's a certain demeanor she has to keep because why? They'll say she's an angry black female. I'm pretty sure she read an email, erase it, 
Go go take a smoke break. I don't know if she smoked, but come back. Per my <laughs> previous email, mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go to go to our Starbucks. Come back, read, and be like, nah. Maybe the syntax was uh, you know, maybe a little. Off. I have people I call and say, let me read this email to you. That's on my team that I rock with. So because you're right, it, I mean, it, it it's not fair, but this is the world that we live in. And I get it. I get why people are upset. But I also say he's planning for the next steps in his life. And and guess what? He planned he planned chess too. And the difference is the and he's using his platform and his cachet. Because at the end of the day, let's be real. If he if he wasn't an athlete that he is, he'd just be another brother trying to fight for a job. That's the difference, bro. Because of what he did for rich people, they've given him an avenue. And I feel like, to a degree, he helped a school that needed help. I, I wish we had a whole bunch of primes. But not being ugly... He kind of set a trend because not saying Hugh Jackson was good, but we, they could have had Art Biles from Baylor, a really good coach, you know, aside from that allegation stuff. You got Eddie George at Tennessee State. You got Anthony Hardaway at Memphis. So that type of caliber of playing, people people are coming back because they see, well, it's attainable now. So I, I, I think... We, we got to look at the bigger picture now. That's all I'm saying. So, uh, real quick, uh, I want to go ahead and bring somebody in because uh, they, they followed the rules. They actually looked and saw that it was pinned in there. And as I'm bringing them in here, I do want to bring up that Willow Ridge thing that you, that you were talking about. Only because of the fact that when he got there, it was already shifting to a black culture. Because the school was predominantly white. Let's not, I want to make sure I make that clear. The school was predominantly white, but it was already shifting over to a black culture. And he mm-hmm. came from HBCUs. He went to a school that was predominantly black, and he stayed at that school and was successful at that predominantly black school until his passing. So that was the only only reason why I, I disagreed with you, because he never he never, in my personal opinion, traversed a white space. He learned what he needed to learn to be successful, but he he stayed with black people. He stayed with his people, so that's the only reason why I disagree with you. You know, so so, but but what I'm saying is, but he still had to learn a white style to still be the best. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, inherently, all of it's white. I mean, if you really want to keep I mean, it a hundred, but but what, but what I'm saying, when he was at Forest Brook, he wouldn't he wouldn't doing hybrid style. Because that wasn't the culture. But because he wasn't the, required either. Right. But the district that he was in, if he would have been like, man, I'm going to do what I what I want to do, or I'm going to just do this particular style, Willow Ridge wouldn't be known for Willow Ridge now. And, and, and you have a bunch of black and Hispanic kids. I know predominantly black at that time, but black and Hispanic kids that were doing everything well. That's elevation. Now, do I feel like, honestly... Uh, Mr. Thornton, because I mean, he was offered, 
you know, jobs at the collegiate level. Hell yeah, he, he was. Chose, right, but he, he chose to stay at that, you know, p- particular position. But if that was me being honest with that much of success, I would have transitioned. So, but, but what we're asking for, somebody not ready to take that ride. Primetime was like, I'm three and I'm out. He may go to Colorado. Bill ain't love three and I'm out. Because initially, he really wanted Florida State. His own alma mater. I agree. So. All right. Um, Cuz, what you got? You, you kept, you, hey, you kept saying. What you, let me in. That's what you kept saying. Let me in. Pause your what up with you. Just so you got the day quite good. Uh, What's up, I've been, listening, I've been listening to y'all for a minute, man. And I've been talking about Dion now for about the last couple of days because I've been watching all the little interviews pop off and all the stuff that he already had footage of that, you know, when he was going to tour the campus and seeing everything. And, you know, all of this has been going on while – JSU season was still going on. It didn't. So, you know, it's been in the works. Now, Portia, great. You're absolutely on point. This dude is on a fast track to the NFL. There's no way in hell he could stay at Jackson State for however long we all wanted him to stay. That's just bottom line. He's not going to get to the NFL from Jackson State. We know that. He went to Colorado. Colorado gave him a better, better facility. Um, and it could have been for his family. The money, $5 million, you know, he putting himself in a better situation. He would make a 300000 in Mississippi where the water's bad. It's like you got to think about everything that he was dealing with, his family, whatever the case may be, but everybody's so hurt. This dude is trying to get into the league, the National Football League. Like you said, he's not going to make it at Jackson State. He might not make it from Colorado. He got other hills that he has to climb. It's going to take a little bit of time. He might stay at Colorado for five years. They might want to see what he does with that program in five years. He only had three at Jackson. He got five at Colorado. He might get a sorry, suck-ass team in the NFL soon. Don't know. But that's what it takes for him to get where he has to go. Plus, we are watching Dion do what Dion has always done. This dude has played for, what, four or five NFL teams? two baseball teams, this is what he do. And every time he says to you, oh, the Lord talked to me, well, guess what? The Lord talked to him. He ain't talked to nobody else for him. So he told him to play on four or five different teams. He told him to play on two different baseball teams. He didn't give them no longevity either. He gave him what he gave him, enough for him to give him a show, primetime show, enough for them to get some recognition, put some butts in the seat, get some money out there, and be able to build off of what he left. The same thing he said for JSU. So that's what he's going to get. I don't know what his assistant coach is going to get, TJ. I think that was a dude name who he threw out there that, you know, that's who he want to put in the pot for the, for the coaching staff. Great. Is he going to get the same recognition as Prime that first year? Yes, he is, because everybody's going to compare him to him. They're going to see if he's able to do what Prime did, and that's what he has to stand on. If Prime going to leave him there and say, you get in and do it, do it. But we got other people out there that could come back and grab some of these HBCUs and get some stuff going. Michael Vick sit at home all day. Give him a team. Give him a school. Give him something. But it's people out there that's been in the league that can come back and help these HBCUs. He left a blueprint. He said it. I left you the blueprint. It's your job to do something with it. Get another football player to come out and become a coach of some of these HBCUs. Help him get some of that recognition. But the elevation part, 
I don't know what's what school could he elevate in in HBCUs, Luke. I just that's my question. If you wanted to see him elevate within, what school could he have done that with after JSU to make him a little bit better? My 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 point was saying that he was elevating already with a with a program that wasn't that successful before he got there. He moved hey, he though, moved that program to he moved Jackson that program to another level. Season, they, that Jackson State has always had some stuff going on within the ranks of Jackson State. So no matter what it might have been that made him say, hey, I'm about, there's always been some stuff at Jackson State. We know that because we were inside of some inside of that know about some inside of. There's always been something. He did, like you said, Quan, he did his three years. He had a three-year contract. That's all he had, three years. Were they going to get him into that? Were they even going to give him half a man? They didn't even give him half a man. He had a $300,000 contract. He couldn't even get half a man from them. He left and got five million. He got a family. He, he got a family. And like you said, he's taking some. He's taking his coaching staff with him, taking them with him, and he's bringing some of them players. We know he ain't bringing them all. We don't know what was said behind the doors. Like you said, we have no clue what was said to each individual that he got to deal with. But we do know this is what Deion Sanders has always done. We have followed this man's life for years. And we have always seen him go to what's next and be a star wherever he's been. He's always shined. He's always been primetime. Now everybody mad. Oh, he said he was going to do this. He said he was going to do that. Yeah, I guarantee you when he got to different teams in the league, he said he was going to get him a Super Bowl championship too. It didn't happen all the time. So what are we mad about? Either you're going to rock with him or we're not going to rock with him. Bottom line. If he go to Colorado and he make a stance and it's and it's great, everybody gonna be like, "Damn, Dion did it again." Dang, Smith. Um, I I swore I saw Justin down there, but um, my thing, and I still go back to exactly what I said. Words are important. <laughs> Words have power, and at the end of the day, uh, and I think. I saw Sean should, uh, put it in there. He said just the same thing I was saying. He should have just kept his mouth shut. Came in, did his did did his due diligence, and tipped on out. But there right. were there were a lot of things that he was that was said. There were a lot he of wouldn't, he, he wouldn't have got that much publicity and whatnot. Uh, no, well, but see, I think I think keeping his mouth well, keeping his mouth shut in the sense of not bring not the idea of bringing the attention to the university but keeping his mouth shut in the sense of making making uh, thought processes and or promises or saying things that that he may uh, may not fulfill you know what i'm saying that that's what i'm saying that's almost like Cassius Clay Cassius Clay went out there and talked mad stuff but what did he do he made sure he backed it up and he kept backing it up and he kept backing it up and he kept back that's what i'm saying so <laughs> Hold on right quick. Hold on. Before, I'm going to let you get your point. Uh, we got Justin down there, so let me go ahead and bring him in. All right, go ahead, Quan. But but I'm just but I'm just saying everything he promised of, of a better facility, he did it. Uh, a bigger platform. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear you, bro. A bigger platform, he did it. Sponsorship, he can did it. Yeah, we can hear you. Just just hold on, uh, Justin, because Quan uh, is talking. Yes, yeah, like, like sponsorship, he did it. Uh, partnerships with Walmart, Under Armour. The, the the airplane people, like, he no. did it. You, you feel what I'm saying? 
It's like everything he said he was gonna do, he did it. Yeah. So I, I like I'm like that's the only thing I'm tripping on. But I'm gonna just say this, and I'm gonna let Justin go. This, this is my question: Where the same uproar when schools be getting shut down in the hood? That's all I'm saying. What? Where the, where the same uproar, bro, like when schools being shut down and they be consolidating these schools in, the, in, the, in our hoods, these historical black high school and middle schools and whatnot, and they don't have a highly qualified teacher, where the same type of energy? That's all I'm saying. But I mean, you, me and you both going to have that same argument at the end of the day, but, but what I'm, but that's still, that, but to me, that, that, that still goes back to the Robert Glasper uh, analogy. I'm talking about that was a great institution, bro. From a public institution, bro. Like, where's the same? Like, I agree. I agree with you 100 percent on that. You know, I'm agree with you. Let, let, let's talk about your high school real quick. There's no, there's no reason why, no reason why your they they well, we know why, but Willow Ridge shouldn't still be that top notch school with over 100 kids in that area. We know why. And we know the plan of action that they set forth. But all I'm saying is, we're the same type of energy. Who are you asking? I'm speaking to Luke. I, well, I thought no, you were no, making no, a rhetorical question because I don't think you're asking me. Because my energy was the same. My energy was the same when they decided to build two and three schools unnecessarily talking about the school was overcrowded. I don't ever remember sitting in a classroom having five and six people hanging out of classroom. So I knew that was a lie. So trust me when I tell you, my energy was exactly the same. Right. So. Hey, don't ask me because I, I, you don't, you don't, don't want my right. so You don't want my <laughs> Don't ask me. Uh, all right, man. I don't, I don't know what happened with Justin, but I know he'll be in and out. Uh, once again, man, I, I already pinned the link to the chat. If you are on YouTube, uh, just come over to the YouTube, get the, get the link. And man, I'm, I'm kind of really leaving it open right now, uh, because I know a lot of people got a lot, a lot of stuff to say, and that's, that's good. So I'm trying to leave it as open as possible. But I want to get to the next topic. Uh, so welcome everybody to talk that talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and tap that like daddy right now. Uh, don't even wait on it. As soon as you come in, just go ahead and hit it. All right. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passionate Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcast networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts, where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. Let me ask you guys this. Uh, this is the next topic. Is the community wrong for looking at him as the HBCU savior? Yes. That's it. That's like a post. Yes. That's it. Great. Uh, so I, I I do have a good brother of mine. Uh, he's 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 backstage. I'm about to bring him in. And honestly, I, I had this conversation with him yesterday. Uh, and there were some things that he actually hit me to that I was unaware of. So I want to go ahead and bring him in. So let's bring Tyler to the panel. What's going on, brother? What's going on, brother, man? Uh, first off, shout out to all the alphas. Um, Founders Day, you feel me? I know, I know. I, I listen to the show often. Also, shout out to B.I. Love Jackson State University. I'm a proud alum of 2014. Um, they've been good to me, and I've been good to them. Uh, I missed a lot of the conversation. I ain't gonna even lie to you. Julian, you know what I was doing. But um, what did you want me to talk about in terms of the Dion thing? Yeah, just fill me in or, or fill everybody in on some of the things that, that you alerted me to yesterday. Uh, that I was unaware of that he had been dealing with that could have been a lot of the reason why he made the decision that he made. 
Oh, that's fair. Uh, I don't know where the rules stand, so people know where I stand. I stand on the uh, the only people who talk like black people need to be in a certain category and be the savior and all this other stuff. It's only black people and broke people. So I'm all for Dion going. Um, first off, when Dion first got there, they stole the radio out of his truck. Or we stole the radio out of I can't say that. We stole the radio out of his truck, which this particular mm-hmm. truck and this particular radio had sentimental value to him, which I thought was a pretty messed up welcome to the city. All right. After that, uh, we're not going to talk about the chain situation because they actually protected his chain from, uh, they had his, he had his chain backstage or back in the locker room and they moved his chain knowing that, you know, you just never know who will snatch it. He thought it was stolen, but it actually wasn't. They just moved it. Recently, like two months ago, his son had his uh, truck broken into, at least the windows busted out of it. And uh, I hate to bring some, uh, like, the dark light on my own university, but we did recently have a homicide on campus, like, actually under the Tiger World of Water Tower, which is within the campus grounds. So, uh, you know, I feel bad. I feel for the family. Uh, I feel for all those people impacted. They lost a classmate. They lost a friend. But all that to say that Jackson isn't, let's keep it a buck. A lot of HBCUs are in the hood, right? But Jackson is the hood. And I get it. Like, he won, He came in there. Yeah, he sold a, he sold a dream, right? Which is a, a, it's, it's what a lot of people do when they're trying to get a job. Anybody ever gone into a job interview and been like, yo, so what is your five-year plan here? And you, you put out a five-year plan? How many of us actually achieve our five-year plans? The most of us do not. In fact, uh, we've been let down in terms of dreams before. Like President Obama, he sold us a dream, right? In the actual city of Jackson, we've had two mayors who have done not nothing for us. We had Tony Arbor, which I personally actually voted for, and I regret to this day. And we've had Shokwe Lumumba, who has been going back and forth with Dion about the water situation. In fact, Dion went back and forth with the governor of Mississippi about the water situation. So when people say he didn't live up, he didn't fulfill the dream, like at what stage do you have to say enough is enough? At what point can you say, I put my best foot forward here and now it's time for me to take on another venture? Honestly, I'm grateful for what he's done. Uh, I know a lot of people are saying he gave Jackson State the blueprint. Why can't like why can't we be grateful and all that stuff? Like let's keep it a book. He might he may have given us a blueprint, but let's keep it a book. Like ain't nobody Dion. Dion is Dion. This whole time Dion been saying ain't nobody like me, and all of a sudden now he want to be like, hey man, y'all can get anybody to do what I just did. It's it's not gonna happen. So the impact of him leaving is real. Um, but I am happy that he took a. I'm number one, I'm happy he got offered the five million. I do think he was worth more. But who am I to say when I'm not going to pay the man five million? But uh, I'm I'm happy he got the five million, and I'm also overjoyed that he took the offer as well. So I don't think he's letting Jackson down, and uh, I think it's a good look to be honest with you. As much as people, uh, as much as I, I'm a little upset that he's gone, I think it's a good look for HBCUs that he was able to get a Power Five job, and I think they're going to go at least. I think they're going to at least win seven. Or at least I would hope that they would at least win seven. Hey, now, what are y'all questions his, for me? When did they take his wallet and credit cards and everything like that out of his office? Won't that recently, too? I haven't heard anything about people taking his credit card that, wallet out of the office. That just happened. He, they, he did, during the game, while they was in there, in his, lock, in his office, they went there, stole his wallet, 
credit cards. He said, luckily, he had his chains on him. But they stole it. They, like, it is what I, it is. Man. I'll be honest with you. I follow Jackson State pretty closely. I ain't heard that one. Because a lot of times, they will go into the locker room and they'll move their stuff. And it's probably just somebody who who, who was holding on to it. If it's old, if it's old news, if it's new news, whatever it is, everything that you ran down that list, hey, that's reasons for somebody to be like, look, I'm up out of here, man. I did what I did. I did like you said, I, he he did his three year plan, his five year plan. He did it. Yeah, he but, did and, and, and I do want to and I do want to say this real because he sold that dream, yeah. and they felt like the dream didn't get fulfilled. In addition, a lot of uh, another reason a lot of people are upset is because while he may have brought all those players to us. A lot of them are leaving. Like as soon as that power of Dion, he left, right? And it's not the fact that he left; is that he left without there being a succession plan. And so it feels like there's a void that's going to be extremely difficult to fill. And the reality is, it will be difficult to fill. And I and I, I do want to say this: who leaves uh, somewhere that uh, has people under them that don't take people with them. Me. Uh, and, and, and I do want to say this. If you guys watched his interview when he was at Colorado, one of the things he said when he was at Colorado was, well, some, some to the to the idea of is, is uh, for the most part, crime-free, something like that. Uh, it's not a lot of crime or something like that. I remember he was saying something about that when he was talking about that. So I, 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 I low-key saw that too. <laughs> yeah, so he, he made sure he put that out there. Uh, I know. Let me bring him in real quick. Uh, Justin, uh, he's been trying to get in, and he got a lot to say. He's been talking backstage. So let's bring him in real quick. Justin, what you got, brother? Man, tonight I won't get on my Wi-Fi stuff, Trevor. Man, listen, so look, Luke, earlier I was agreeing with you. It's this double-edged sword. I've been following this closely. I'm at the games and everything. Okay, so it's like you sit two children down, and you fuss at him. So, like, I'm going to go Dion first. One, I'm rushing everybody off the field. You know, off the field. You know what I'm saying? These the same fans that you beg to come to the game to support. You know what I'm saying? This is a championship game. Y'all don't get these often. Let them celebrate. But he wanted to rush them off the field so he can go tell a team the bad news so he can catch his plane to go take his tour of uh, of the of the new uh, of his new job. That, was, that wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? All at the game. Am I breaking up? Hello? No, you good. Yeah. yeah. You good, all, all, all at the game, all you hear is people saying, like, you know what I'm saying, he down bad for leaving, he used us, this, that, and the third, and all these antics. They had somebody who got on a, a talk show. I follow all the sports talk shows. Uh, there was, like, over this year, all them coaches that, that came there, like Dennis Thurman, who, who they know he couldn't pay, it was almost like, you bought them here in a deal. Can you come coach here for a year? I'm bringing you with you. I'm bringing you with me to Colorado. You know what I'm saying? Just things of that nature. So I can see how people feel plagued and how they feel used because he sold them a dream. That last thing about the Lord, I don't feel the Lord. Now we saying like my people, this, that, and the third. And soon you go to this uh this other uh press conference. Now it's shade of Jackson State, no crime. Come on, man, we get it. But you ain't gotta be saying all that. Fresh air. Well, come on. Be for real. You know what I'm saying, Dion? Like we get it. You you always been about stuff. And you about money, and you prime time. You know what I'm saying? So we get that, but she ain't got to set all them extra antics and throw shade as well. They even have a video going around on YouTube of how all the students feel. Now I'm gonna pause right there because I'm gonna get on Jackson ass too. Everything that my guy just said, that on top of this bull crap. Now we know Deion Sanders did more than his job. I left too for the money. I ain't gonna sit there and cap. You know what I'm saying? I agree. He did more than his job. Build new facilities. 
built built new facilities, bro. Come on, man, y'all wouldn't have got that damn shit. I'm saying, um, gave half his salary. Granted, was it nothing? Uh, deal with him getting robbed and all kind of stuff. Uh, even uh, like the the the, the ticket sales from the games. That money hasn't been accounted for. It came out the other night that they didn't get no money from the, the football team. Didn't get none of the celebration bowl money from last year. This man whole thing been telling us about bad contract, and y'all just prove his damn point. On top of that, this is a slap in the face that I feel from Jackson State. So Colorado been off of this man. You know what I'm saying? How the rule goes is he's not officially there. That's why they claim to say that they don't have the money to pay him yet, quote-unquote. But they're waiting until January 1 after them bowl games so that transfer rule can apply if a coach recruited you, yada, yada, yada. If you know about the transfer portal, you understand why they save a face on that. The slap in the face was throw him a million dollars. That was the counter offer for him to stay. So that's when I look at Jackson State funny. Like, this man didn't dealt with all this. He didn't get you all these damn endorsement deals from the airlines. Everything that Porter said, you was right. Now all of a sudden you have a million dollars to offer him after you find out you about to leave. 300000 from a million, that's a big jump. That's a slap in the damn face. You see what I'm saying? Like, stuff like, it's almost like, it's like if you buy a bunch of kids, you know, you see some kids in McDonald's getting something to eat and they got that one kid that ain't got no money. You buy, you buy that one kid and all the rest of them asking for some whole time they got money. That's a slap in the face. So sometimes we do have to look at ourselves and say, did we do right by this man? He bought 30 Right, because if you got the million now, you had the million before. Bingo, bingo. I agree. Listen, and then listen, and my thing is, he bought like I go to these games. I haven't heard about that part either. I tell you, where where was I, it? I, where was their account offer? I'm tough, man. This hey, you, uh, look, you can go on Tiger Talk. You can go on uh, uh, Off Strip. He actually live right now. All these uh, sports shows that that got popular now because of, um because of Deion Sanders and the Swag. Everybody care about Swag Sports now, but we are gonna see who really care now that he's gone. Um. Uh, yeah, so you've you been having that money. Why you didn't generously give him that when he giving you double anyway? This man is the part, him and the partner, him and the CEO are my best friends. Come on, man. All that, I agree with Luke. All that stuff that he gave him that Jackson, come on, this Deion Sanders. If I make turf, I'm going to go give Jackson a fill because I want Deion to promote my best best turf maker. All this stuff came from antics, and we're not going to act like, going back to you, Deion, uh, Barstool, you have a partnership with Barstool. All them documentaries and stuff you done made that's going to be on your legacy and your 30 for 30. Come on, you making money and kickbacks off that too. So let's not stop playing and people feel like we're going to know that. So another thing. So I think it's a double-edged sword on that, but I feel I do feel like, you know what I'm saying, he did more than his job. I just think people, it's just the way he went about it, and and that's what people getting getting getting, getting involved with it. But also, uh, Jackson, you have to look at self too. You have to look at self. Like uh, one lady in the crowd was talking about how that murder you talking about, that happened the morning of the game. So it, not off, not not not. It that happened game. on Friday, huh? the Friday before the game, yeah, eight o'clock. Yeah. What like the going into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the day before, we didn't we didn't get a moment of silence or nothing for that at, at the game. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just so much stuff that like that you gotta look at like looking at, at both of these people like damn, did you do your part? Dion doing more than his part. It's simple if you is the pros and the cons. Dion, his pros always kind. Jackson. Y'all kind, I'll wear y'all pros. Nothing too, but I'm be going. I know I'm wrong with it. All these people that that's all of a sudden because Roland Martin says something about Burberry. Everybody talk about HBCUs, but don't even support your own HBCU. And Luke, you was right when you said about the needle. How a lot of people don't be having money, and uh, white schools can do that. But it's some stuff, Luke. How many people you know that that they go to that went to your school that nobody showed it ain't watch? You know what I'm saying? 
this supporting y'all. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. If I was Jackson State, the blueprint that he was laying, you know what I'm saying? I'd have been taking those. All right, boom. I'm going to try to get as much as I can get from him. Everything would have been a 10 year plan. Uh, the, the sports deal, the Under Armour, everything would have been a 10 year plan. And I don't know if y'all took advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? So I see why he left. And you'll be a fool to say you wouldn't take no damn five, uh, well, however many million he getting versus 300000 when the school could have been getting a million. That's really a slap in the face. So I just feel like it's a double edged sword. If somebody's saying he a sellout, I get it. Because I don't like the way he was in there smiling. I don't like when you say God legend because, you know, everybody got their own relationship with God. God might have told you something different today. You know what I'm saying? So you can't, that's, that's between him and the love, but it's just the backhand stuff like the no crime. And like, you know what I'm saying? I came here, I want to provoke change and make the make the level of playing field. Now, granted, uh, the last thing I hate is this. How everybody was like, he did a lot for HBCUs. Jackson reaped more, more than benefits than anything. I get it. He bought, he bought the spotlight. It is what it is, but the same, you look at it, the same amount of play game that played on ESPN, a few or less was played on ESPN, you know what I'm saying? The the spotlight he bought, and that's why I feel like Jackson really didn't appreciate what he was doing. Actually, somebody made, made a statement that no, he kind of made it I don't bad. know about that, man. I think Jackson I, like Jackson would like Deion Dirty Draws, bro. Right now, they just upset. Like, you can't, you got to admit, it is no. an upsetting situation. But I don't like what you saying. You think you think Dion was throwing shade to Jackson? I don't think he was. I think he was just it's the situation the, he was not in. The, not not the not the uh not the, the school in the city, but the city itself. I, and yeah. I say it's, it's like one of them. You can't say nothing about this person, and you can't say nothing about this person. But I feel like the pros are with a time because think about this. Dion, bro, he a legend. Everything he did for us, what we probably won't see HBCUs then. Like we gotta be, we really gotta be appreciated. But at the same time, we're not going to act like Jackson didn't help him as well. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But let's not act like he did charity work. That's, that's, that's kind of what we said. Jackson is Jackson State. And Jackson going to be Jackson State going to be doing without him. He just bought a crazy like that he'd never seen before. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's like I'm really on the fence about it. I'm like, when you fuss at one, fuss at yourself. When you fuss at one, fuss at yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I see everybody's standpoint. But I, I want to see him. Make it big too, because we always talk about black coaches not being, not having a spotlight. But as soon as one uh, get a, a, a opportunity, we shun them for leaving. So come on, tomato, tomato. What you want? We can't win for losing with this. So that's all I wanted to say. It's a double edged sword, but one ain't no better than the other. But at the same time, I just like the black positivity that we could get, and I want to see if all these celebrities and everybody who's coming and talking about this stuff gonna still be at these games. And since everybody support HBCUs all of a sudden, which you know that's gonna be some bullshit. My Wi-Fi trash. So I'm gone, y'all, because I can't stand here talking to my car. All right, bro. Uh, I, I I do have a question while uh, while Justin was talking. Um, yeah. Here's the question: Was Coach Eddie Robinson Jr. right? Okay. Let me t- okay. This is this I don't is think because so, bro. I, I still don't think he was right. Roland the bad boy. When he said Dion ain't swag, when you by you pulling this move, I grew up around a lot of old people. Let's let's be for real. You know how small minded, small town people be sometimes, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna look at it. You sold us out. They don't look at the bigger picture. Somebody can look at the bigger picture and say, bro, he gave him new facilities, my nigga. Like he gave him a lot of stuff. So you help. For him to say he ain't swag, you find until until we find somebody else that did more for the swag or Jackson State that said Jackson State, I ain't the swag that did more for the HBCU in the last two years. When you find somebody do more, then that's when you can take a swag card. But until then, he swag to me. Yeah, well, bro. Swag, like, baby, you know what I'm saying the, re- the, re- the reality of the situation is didn't nobody really know who Jackson State was on the national stage. 
Like I would go to interviews with people. Not for football. Jacksonville State. No, 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 no. We talk. It's bigger than football. It's bigger than football. Oh, you said the university. I'm talking about when I went on my job interviews. When I'm in different rooms and different spaces where they announce you and they talk about who you are, and they just be like, "Oh, this person is from Jackson State University." Where? After after whatever speech. Or after whatever interview, people be like, oh, yeah, man, Jacksonville State, that's an awesome place. Nobody ever makes that that mistake no more. People know exactly where ja- they know where Jackson State is, but they know of Jackson State, too. So to say to say he ain't swag, like, the number one, the dude was just hurt. Like, <laughs> the man yeah. was hurt. I don't know, because and and I feel it. about his standpoint, though. He, 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 he is the dream that we talk about. You know, the whole thing was, I believe players can make it from the swag. Mm-hmm. Eddie Robinson is one of the players from he made it from the swag. He been in the NFL. Granted, he didn't have no football coaching experience until recently until they until they hired him on. But he is a product of the swag. Yes. So, so you wouldn't you wouldn't think what is swag? That's the question. You wouldn't think that he would be hurt that a new uh, a new coach gets four and five star athletes. Now keep in mind this game was very unfair. Because his cornerbacks yeah. ain't even six feet. And our star wide receiver was 6'4", running a 4'5". Come on, cuz. He ain't even got to be accurate to throw the ball. Listen, the man was just hurt. If, if that's the case, all them coaches hurt. Do you? I watch this. I'm so in tune with Swag Sports. Do you even watch, like, the press conferences every week? No, nah, I watch the game, bro. Uh, the weekly review. They are what? I'm talking about like the, uh, the the after the game, the weekly review, so the coaches get on there and talk about what happened in the game. His Why is the only one I watched the press conference for because of uh, and, he, and it and just blew up that big. But I, I typically that, I only I only watch the game. But just watching that exactly. game, so stuff like that, like go ahead, mm-hmm. stuff stuff like that is what we talking about. Like somebody like. I felt uh oh boy when he said he ain't sweat because like it's almost like it's a slap in the face to people who've been making strides to try to make HBCU and the swag better and you get overshadowed because you got a celebrity that comes and just do what a celebrity does. So you got you got to feel it, it's almost yes it's hate in the sense but it's like damn I'm in the trenches. I didn't say it was hate. I said it was hurt. I think the man was just hurt. Yeah, but, but, but I don't but, think he hate Dion. I think but, if he really took a step back and you just list out all the things that Dion has done, because he not only did it for Jackson State, he did it for other universities too. He helped out Mississippi Valley, Miss, Valley State, Mississippi Valley. He, he helped them out. What he did? What he did? What he did for Valley? Exactly. Besides highlight that they had a bad field. What he did? What he did for Alabama State? What he did for Alabama A&M? Well, Alabama State and Alabama A&M. But then, all right, that's all right. So let's all right, let's get let's get into it. Let's get into it. When a when a team is on TV, they actually get a deal. Like you 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 follow the sports, right? You follow swag football. You follow SEC football and all that good stuff. The main reason SEC gets so much more, there's such a large disparity, is because of the TV deal. That swag swag football used to be on TV, and 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 and, and, and that's. No, and that's and, and that's and that's what we're wrong at because the whole thing been who's the new who's the swag news go, so all HBCU go is the new sponsor there. So pretty much they like they fight with companies like Urban Edge. That was another big thing that that that, that, that people was talking about. With why did the swag sign where HBCU go? We still on ESPN, you ESPN three. We ain't on no man ESPN. The swag championship went on man ESPN. 
ESPN. So technically, that that goes along with everybody was talking about. So did did he really help? We get it. We get it. When I say he did for the swag, but like the attention, but some rep those benefits for slap in the face to me. Like like if I'm playing against Jackson State and I see all these celebrities and stuff rooting for Jackson, it's that in the third. You know what I'm saying? Damn, they have these kids out here at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like. Why we can't have a concert for everybody? Why you can't send some over there to kind of root them on and make it a a fifty, a 50 thing? Make them dudes like they, yeah. You know I'm saying it's like it was it was almost selfish in a sense. I've been saying this, and I'm I'm gonna let you talk. I think it's like commission. That's why everything he did. For Jackson could have been spread throughout the swag. You know what I'm saying? Like the the, the plan. I feel like he really been doing some fire ass shit. But most of the stuff Jackson reaped the benefits of. It's not that we are not unappreciative. It's just you act like what they did for NCAT, what they did for all the rest of the schools. They ain't really different for them. You say how to like. I personally feel like this. I hate to say it. In 2023, if you don't know what the HBCU is, I fought you. Especially if you're black. Especially if you're black. Never been exposed to what the HBCU is, bro. Come on, man. But why would we be asking him to do stuff for all of these schools he's not employed at? We're not asking nobody else to do it. You, you, I agree. I agree, Portia. And that, that, that goes the double-edged sword. The, the Dion, that's why I say it. <laughs> he is cool, man. Yeah, wow. It's at first you was... Yeah, it's at first you was giving a... It's Jackson. Why would we ask him and, 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 to do and, and, something and, 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 for no A&T? But that's what got me. is like, your argument was so balanced for the entire time. But that's when it goes back to the, but that's when it goes back to the double S one because if you got a platform that high, that's what I'm saying. I, he did his job. He did it. I didn't. I didn't say. He, I didn't say he. It wasn't his job. Dion. That's like I said earlier. You can't fault the man for leaving. He did his job. He did more than his job. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate that for it. It's just when you start saying I'm serving stuff with the air, but no, his job was Jackson State. Now, granted, everything extra. Let's put it in, per, in perspective for that slap in the face with a million dollars. This man gave you a new practice filling facility and heavy salary. Was that a part of his contract? No. The, the blazers and suit. He did his part. And like I said, I wrote him on now. Like I said earlier, I agree. Everybody who complained about what, what Dion didn't do with him being a sellout, what have you done for, for, for uh, HBCU later? So I'm on his side on that side. I'm not saying he, it was his obligation to. I'm saying when people, Start saying like he did this in service chicken and do for the for the uh, for the all HBC get part of light, but let's not act like JSU didn't reap all them benefits. That was mainly them. Granted, he, he's supposed to. That, that, that who, nobody else hired him. That's what I'm saying. Ain't, I'm not taking away from it at all. All right, uh, Justin, you 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 gotta. I, I mean, you, you're saying some great stuff, but the, it's so spacey because it's just... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my service trip. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, man, and man, man, you know what I'm saying. He went to the and farted, and I was, I'm like, oh lord, okay, I'm trying to, I was trying to follow you, bro. <laughs> it's, it's hey, but I, I, I appreciate this conversation, man. If, even if I'm spacey, man, I, I don't like how they're trying to play on Dion for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of like sometimes you got to look in the mirror first. Now I know I may be spacey, but I'm like, yeah. You know, sometimes you gotta look in the mirror and point the finger at yourself for like, what did you do, man? This man got robbed, and we ain't talking about how he bought his kids <laughs> into that situation. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. 
Like you put, he ain't swag, he ain't swag, but he sent all three of his kids to a swag school. Come on, man. Like we gotta, we gotta. I don't know, bro. It, it's a double edged sport. So I'm like I said, I, I'm, I'm strong. I think he's swag again. I respect coach. I, I was actually I respect all the HBCU coaches because JSU definitely has lost each and every one of them coaches and each and every one of them teams. So, um, but I do think Deion is sweat. I mean, that's just me personally. And again, I did go to JSU, so I probably am biased on that. And I'm cool with that buy. <laughs> Man, uh, I I I will say this. Um, you know, I I. Like I said, I'm still I, I'm gonna continue to be on two sides of the fence. I don't disagree with what what you all are saying. I still stand by the things that that I was saying. Um, what did you say? My, I'm I missed most of the show. Yeah, you gonna have to go back and watch it. I ain't saying all that. That's again. Right. It's I'm, a lot. I'm telling you, replay. I'm good. <laughs> it's it's I'm a lot. Um, but you know, my my biggest thing, and, and I'm gonna continue to say this is is, and and I agree with with Quan on this. What does it look like going forward? Because you know, just even going in the ch- in the in the chat, yeah, he ain't taking the whole staff, but he taking some of them. He ain't taking all the players, but he taking some of them. You know what I'm saying? He gonna take his son. He's already announced his son as the quarterback at Colorado. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But he a four star. He a four star athlete, bro. And then, and let's let's be real. Everybody like we just talked about nepotism. Why I can't do it? Real. And if anything, I like the fact that you can go from an HBCU position. If you would like, if you wanted to, you can go from HBCU head coach to a power five head coach, especially if Deion is successful. I, I, have, a, I have a question for the panel. My, my question is this. Hey, 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 hey. You don't ask questions for the panel. I do oh, not. Wow. <laughs> no, go ahead. Brother, <laughs> 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 no, you, go ahead, and then after that, we'll bring uh, Chuck in because he's been waiting. But go ahead. Well, damn. But uh, no, nah, my, my thing is this though. My question is: If a head band director at an HBCU transitions to a PWI as a head band director, like a smaller one. But see that that's 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 what I was bringing up. That's what I was bringing up. So the wait, but I'm I'm gonna answer this question. That's what I was bringing up earlier. But that still, to me, goes to the same example that I gave as it pertains to Robert Glasper. If Robert Glasper was your head band director and he was getting you all of these deals and all these situations and all of that kind of stuff like that for the music and band community, absolutely. If he transfers and go to a, a predominantly white institution, then people will say something. But if he was a random poon duck band director that came from somewhere and he just did a really good job, the kids and the, the kids within the program are going to be upset. Absolutely. But the, the, the masses won't. Because we don't know who this dude is, but when you got a name behind you and you come with when you and you come with a lot of opportunity with that, that means something. I mean, we can we can we can go back and forth all day, but the reality is his relationship with Michael Strahan was the reason why he ended up getting those 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 suits. It wasn't because he just went and you know talked to some people and made a deal. So those those I think we got to look at it and just and realize that those things actually matter. So when we start talking about who's going to fill those spaces or why don't we get upset because if, if, if the shoe was, was in a music is in the music realm, it's because it, 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 it's not on the same, it's not on the same level. Let's be real. If, and I'm going to use somebody else, everybody, well, I'm not that huge of a fan, but everybody likes Beyonce. 
if Beyonce came in and and was the choral director at somebody's school, you know that 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 university is gonna blow up by name. You know that choir program is gonna that choral program is gonna blow up by name. You know that there are gonna be a lot more endorsements. You know there's gonna be a lot more money that's gonna feed into that program. And she stays for three years, builds it up to something. Tips out, takes her assistant uh, core director, Kelly Rowland, with her, and then everybody's looking. Hey, I got to throw know. it in there. But I'm just saying, <laughs> everybody's going to sit around and look like, man, she sold out. When she says, well, I left you the blueprint, but it's not going to be the same blueprint as Beyonce's blueprint. It's not going to be the same. But, but, at, but at the end of the day, you're, you're li- so what we're literally saying is, you're like, we're going to be held to this, to this glass ceiling for the rest of your life because of the person you God has called you to be. And again, I, I, this whole sellout thing, ain't nobody talking like that except for black people and broke people. That's it. That's it. But, but I, but, but see Tyler, I, so, so here's the problem with, with, with that thought process. I agree. Huh? I don't even remember what <laughs> I said yesterday. What did I say yesterday? You, what you said yesterday, you said black people are uniquely positioned to say stuff like that. Because of uh, pretty much the socioeconomic pressure. Well, yeah, but that's but but that's what I'm saying. Like I I, I can understand what you're saying, but when you, when you look at the totality of things, most of the most of white people ain't got to say that because they already operate in, 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 in groups and they operate within their own people to make sure that they are successful. We in 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 the in I would say more or less the macro level are the ones who are always thinking about our individual, individual, individualistic mindset to make sure that we got it, but not, but not we got it. You see what I'm saying? He is making sure we got it by taking his people to his new place. Uh, He's bringing people with him. Who you who you think he bringing with him, bro? Yeah, I'll wait. He he bringing his partners with him. He bringing it. That's like that's like me. That's like me moving to another. I agree to that. I agree, and we can all agree to that. Hold on. By the definition of the word, black people cannot be racist. We can be prejudiced, but we cannot be racist. Who said we was racist? No, I know some pretty old black people who pretty racist. Black people cannot. We can't be by definition. We cannot be racist. I agree. Being racist is having the power to limit things based on, we don't have the power to do that because we're the minority. By definition, we cannot be racist. We can be prejudiced, but we cannot be racist. But power is dependent on the situation. We ain't got it, bro. <laughs> Cause if we got it, we will be paid. We will be, we will be paid, and we don't have to uh, code switch. Like that's what we, that, that, and that's just my whole point. If you telling me I gotta, like I ain't trying to be funny. Well, if that's the case for for each other, we have to sacrifice one another. When other when other communities and cultures don't have to sacrifice each other to win. So like I ain't trying to be funny. I you telling that man to pass five million dollars up? Five million. I, I ain't telling you past five million. But see, but 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 look, but look, Quan, when you say that, when you say that, that goes to uh, to Tyler's thought because you're thinking from you're thinking from a person who ain't got the money. 
But when but but when you think yeah, from when Dion, when you think from Dion, Dion don't need the money. You but me, you, Portia, Chuck, we need the money. So no, we keep saying it ain't about the money, but we ain't never seen five million dollars before. But that's what but, I'm but saying. That's the thing. It's us it's when, when we speak from our personal perspective. Yeah, we take five million dollars. That's the first thing we think about. But now, for him, it ain't for for, for him. It ain't it ain't five million. It's not what he's thinking about. He Here's there may be Julian other variables knows. at play that 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 made him make that decision other than the five million dollars. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Julian, no, I, I told him like it's not about the money for Dion. I honestly don't think Dion need the money. But I also, in the same breath, I can say, but it's five million dollars. If you got 10 million, 30 million, whatever, let's say you got a hundred million in the bank. Could you do could you use an extra five mil? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. You could. I don't need the money. Exactly. But yeah, I can use. I you can, can use, I can use it. You know what I'm saying? But 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 that but that wouldn't but that wouldn't be but that would not be the basis of my decision. Yeah. If I had if I had ten mil in the bank bank, I'm not thinking five million. Yeah, that's probably what I need to go toward. That's not my first thought. But Quan, you sitting at Worthy right now, and somebody came to you with five million. You're packing this shit up right now. Forget the. Hey, you out. I'm just I'm just being real. Well, it's even that. It's not even if you want to break it down to our level. If somebody offers you fifteen times more to do the job that you're performing right now, and let's say you really like your job, and you're like, "Oh man, I'm only three years in. We're making a lot of change." It's like, yeah, but it's fifteen times more. Could you use fifteen times more? Yeah, why not? Why not? This is. Let's see what the next venture. <laughs> let's see what the next venture has to offer. And so, for that to that point, it's not about the money, but you know. Who couldn't use a 15? <laughs> who couldn't use 15 times more than they're making? My whole point is this. And with all these endowments, why we're not paying these these people at these institutions? Why does Prairie View don't have a new uh, new band hall? Why don't we have a new music building? Why does Norfolk doesn't have a new building? I, I, I'm because, I'm because you don't have Beyonce with a namesake back in front of the, the music program fighting for it. You had somebody yeah. with a namesake like Dion that was there to be able to fight for it. And that is the reason why you're absolutely right. Kwan. I don't, I, I was about to call you Kwan, but uh, you, but you're absolutely right. Kwan. I, I 100% agree with you, but when, when you have a namesake and you bring that to, to a space, you, there's a several, there's a level of leverage that you have that Poonduck band director does not have that I, I'm I you came from A&T and I'm at this university and I'm doing a pretty good job with the band they don't care about that but yeah. but but let you be some big name artist who 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 takes over a music program they're well, gonna they're gonna give you a little bit more you're gonna have a little bit more leverage that means Pharrell needs to be giving money to the legionnaire well, Quan, let me say this too. That's what that means. One thing, is he a band director? One thing I learned. Nope. But he a honorary, ain't he an honorary member? That's true. But no, no, you can't look. He's I'm like, sorry, bro. You can't look. Listen, no, 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 no. I no, I agree with you, but you can't. You also can't look at it like that, guy. And the reason why you no, no, no. Listen, no, listen, no, listen, listen. The reason why I'm saying why you can't look at it like that is because let's be real. People, people look at honorary as just a nice little thing that people give you. People don't take that honorary thing seriously. That's just like honorary Greeks. That's just the same. That's the same. Taking it serious. We had to do multiple events that we ain't got no bread for, and we keeping it a buck. 
But but that's but that's what I'm saying. That went back that went back to my last conversation that I had last week. When we give people honorary stuff and they don't really uphold the position of being honorary, being a part of the just because you got the name honorary don't mean you ain't a part really a part of the organization. You are. But we we get these things out because we want to be able to say, oh, we got their name on it, or we want to be nice, or this person is is part of this because we gave them honorary, but they don't want to do nothing with it we just give it to him because we think it's nice you're absolutely right fan i bet you fantasia gonna do that work because she appreciates it and she knows what it means she respects it that's why they gave it to her but we got too many people giving out honorary doctor degrees honorary band positions honorary uh, greek affiliations and don't do nothing they say thank you i appreciate it and they walk off you're absolutely right Quan. Here's another thing, though. I will say, if there's one thing I learned, is that closed mouths don't get fed. So I'm not, I'm not saying what your university or band director or band institutions are doing, but if they're not asking, then they won't receive. I agree to that to some degree. Because there are a lot of people who ask and they don't receive. Yeah. And they gotta keep asking. Gotta keep asking. <laughs> and they gotta keep asking. And they gotta and they be spending five years asking. And at some point, and I and I'm only coming from the the band director perspective. At some point, you get tired of asking. Hey. Because especially when you're showing when you're showing growth and you're showing your work and you're showing your value and you keep asking and you keep asking and you keep asking and they keep putting you off, at some point you get frustrated. But you can't but again, you I'm gonna go get back. frustrated, I'm, but you I'm, gotta I'm, keep going back. I'm gonna go back to the fact: Prairie View last year got 150 million in endowments. I know that endowments work where it goes to specific things, but you can't tell me that with the pool that these university presidents deal with, you can't build new buildings. When the engineer building at Prairie View is damn near going on number five or six. I'm just saying, bro. You, I, like but, it's priorities. No, I but, agree. But 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 you're going to represent Norfolk is going to be represented on a global level for the Rose Bowl parade. And El Ham, when they get back, El Ham is going to look exactly the same. And that's the problem. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. But I so agree with you on that. We, as band directors, we shuck and jive for these particular organizations and institutions. But then we get it for the clout. That's why not being ugly. It's kind of like we're still in survival mode. We're in educated survival mode. That's the difference. And we understand how to play chess. So we got a shucking job. That's a pawn. But I'm going to move my rook and my bishop in these areas so that I can specifically, that I don't have to live check to check. We know where that we don't have the cachet like Deion Sanders, but I'll be damned if I'm not going to try to create genera- generational wealth for my people and my family. That's, that's, that's the bottom line. Because real talk, let me get up. When I get a college band director job, me and I talk, I say, Luke, go, if Luke, hey, you want to be the writer, go ahead. If Chuck ain't at the collegiate level, go ahead, Chuck, because I got my whole team around me. If I need an auxiliary person, Portia, come on down. Maya, come on down. Miss Sean, come on. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's the same thing he's doing. You ain't taking take a shot. I'm just going to let you know that. You, you mean, you, Man, you hey, get, a good, get a come up for a clinic. All right, bro. Appreciate nah. it. You can get her to come up for a clinic. I don't know if, if Sean going anywhere. But, no, I get what you're saying. But, I mean, it, it, I, to me, and then I know we've had this conversation before, man, but 
I think your argument is right in the sense that they have the money to be able to do so. They're just choosing not to do so. But I also, I think, and, and, and I don't think it's right. I don't think it's fair, but I also think about how it affects what, what their graduation rates and where it affects them after graduation. The percentage of kids who are graduating, graduating music majors does not compare to the percentage of kids who are graduating engineering majors and who are making money uh, in their profession and have a more high and have a higher likelihood of being able to give back to their university basic uh, uh, versus a music education major. I'm just saying. So I think that that's why, that's why they, they look at it like that. But I big bro. I... Dang. He get caught up in these bad, these bad little pictures, man. Oh, uh, golly, man. Here we go again. I don't want to leave him up there, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave him up there. Uh, man, we, I got another, we got one more topic, uh, but I, I do want to get Chuck in here cause Chuck been waiting, man. He just, he been in the A man corner the whole time. So Chuck, go ahead, bro. What you got? <laughs> Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we got you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Man, um, first off, man, thanks for tackling this, uh, topic, man. Cause it's been, it, it's been a high one. Um, I only got, I only got a couple points cause y'all touched so much and, and it's so many, I've seen it in the comments over and over and over so many layers there's so many layers there's so many like positive things that he did and then just how things have transpired it's been bad as well too and 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 one thing i wanted to talk about like um the exit like if anybody has been in a situation where you've been somewhere you know and maybe you've given an impact whether it's a year or multiple years and you got to exit I've had that conversation like with my kids that, Hey, I'm moving to do something else. And I remember seeing the game when they were, y'all were talking about it when Dion, the last game that Dion was ready to go, you know, and he was looking like, I don't know, like he, his anxiety was through the roof and he was ready to, you know, talk to his players. Right. And so one thing that we got to think about, and I think some folks mentioned it, um, but it wasn't talked about enough that that stuff was already getting out there, like to ESPN and all the major media. And I and I'm sure he probably wanted to say something. Like initially, I was like, "Dang, I wish he would have said something after the Celebration Bowl." And it was private between him and his players. And I'm sure he wanted to do that. But I know what that feels like when I left my job that I was at for seven years and and had to tell my students. I told my staff. And I said, if it gets out, it's one of y'all. And that's exactly what happened. And it got out, and I ended up having to say it before I was ready, like before a festival, before we were done doing what we were supposed to do. And it was extremely uncomfortable. And so when I saw that, I was like, man, I know that's exactly what happened. I mean, it's going all over ESPN, Twitter, everybody, players. Like, it's a real uncomfortable environment. So I don't think that was, you know what I'm saying? I hated that happened. Cause that's unfair to those kids. It's really unfair to those kids and to the university and stuff. But then on the flip side, like we talked about, I'm glad that we ran down all the stuff that has happened to him on the negative side, just being there a year or so and some change, a couple years. Like think about any of our jobs, if that would happen. I mean, I've seen teachers leave when their phone get taken. You know what I'm saying? Or something stolen out of their desk or something like that. Man, the, the, the stuff that this guy had to endure 
And then the amount of money. We've all done it. I'm sure Portia, you've had to buy makeup and hair stuff and all this stuff to get your squad ready at the last minute. You know, band directors, we buying stuff for our kids, sticks and tape and reeds and all this stuff at the last minute. Multiply that by a hundred or five hundred, you know, and, and and the level of financial burden that, that he's taken, even though he's got it, it's still money. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's still coming out of his pocket to pay for. So, I mean, there's just so many levels. But when, when I saw that Colorado was planning on offering him, I was like, all right, JSU, it's your time to step up. It's time to counter offer. It's time to, you know what I'm saying, digging them pockets deep if you really want to keep this guy. It reminded me of when Shaq was going through his negotiations and they gave Alonzo Mourning more money than Shaq. And Shaq was dusting him from day one. There ain't never been a day that Alonzo Mourning has played better than Shaq. And he's like, oh, really? You going to give more to this guy? And I'm doing this for you? Okay, I'm going to go talk to somebody else that's going to show me their appreciation on the financial end. And that's exactly how I saw it. And, and it sucks because, you know, now we're hearing all of the stuff about um, misappropriations of funds. But we've heard that before. You know what I'm saying? We've all heard that before at our HBCUs. Just, and, 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 and I don't want to put any specific bow bands or event out there. But we've all heard of them stories of, hey, where's the check? Or the check going to somewhere else and not making it back to the band. You know? And so it seems like I, I was seeing some stuff. They were talking about a portion of the ticket sales for their home games was supposed to go to the football program, and they ain't seen none of that. Like, what? Like, you, you put that stuff on top of it. Like, any one of us, we, we've left jobs for less. You know, we've left jobs for less, you know. But, I mean, it's it's so many good things and then so many things that are just negative. I do feel that he's shown what can happen, you know, um, if you do certain things. And and somebody was just saying about um, closed mouths don't get fed. Like, yeah, Dion's been Dion since day one. That's my favorite football player. And he's always going to talk that talk, and he's going to back it up. He's always done it in every level at any team that he's done, and he's doing no different. And and, I, and I've always been of the mindset, like, hey, if you want something, you, you got to say it. But to the point that when these things can't are not being met, you're like, look, I got to look somewhere else, you know. And so, uh, again, I just think it, it's just it's so many positives, so many negatives um, you know, to this situation, but we, we have got to do better of like, I don't know, really, he, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. And then some, you know, and, and this opportunity presented to him. And, and I, again, I hated how he broke into his students, you know, at the timing. And then I didn't like some of the conversations with the new folks at Colorado, I got what he was doing. Like, hey, you better get your stuff together because I'm coming. You're either going to step up or you're just not going to be part of this team. I get that. But then again, I'm like, dang. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I don't know, man. That's that's that's, that, that's tough. That's like, you know, transfer person coming in and you like, all right, you've been here, but 
they about to be section leader, you know what I'm saying? Like, really rough for that first meeting, you know, and, and it's, I just wish that sometimes we would do things behind closed doors, um, you know, just to, just to kind of, um, I don't know. I mean, these are still kids, you know, these are still kids. He's starting to raise young men. And, and, and I think that um, all the attention has, has, has been positive, but we've seen a lot of negative now. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Like I said, when I started this, um, you know, I, I, I'm on two sides of the fence, but I will say this. I absolutely agree with you 100% uh, with how he told them, why he told them, when he did, so on and so forth. And I say that because um, I know Quan hit me up and was like, yo, did you hear that Southern announcer? And I, you know, I didn't, I didn't watch the game, uh, but I, I had to, I had to search for a clear video of, you know, the announcer. And he basically just was, he was saying it the whole time. Hey man, y'all, y'all, Jackson, y'all might be looking for y'all looking for a new uh coach. You know, look like Coach Prime up out of there. I'm like, God Which dang! What I was saying, it had already got out. Like, yeah, he had to address. He it. had to say something. You know, yeah, so and, and and that's that's extremely uncomfortable. And I I love us. Like I saw that, and I was just like, oh my goodness. But I mean, on the flip side, when the whole you know. Who is Swack came out and then Jackson's playing that song the next game. Everybody knew that they were gonna do that. You know, like I love us, but then sometimes it's like, God, man, like I don't think sometimes we think of like the totality. And I think Dion and, and has to take some accountability with some of the things he said as well, too, and some of the things he's done. You know, again, you know, he's my favorite football player, but nobody's perfect, you know, and 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 he's definitely um, you know, sold something. I mean, I'm thinking about like, uh, what's the guy Hunter? Um, the the you know, what I'm saying the number one prospect from last year, was it Travis sat, Hunter. You know, in, Travis Hunter. Yeah, sat in the living room with his mom and with his family, and it's all like I, I think about that. Like, I'm a huge sports fan, primarily college basketball and NBA basketball, and and, and I think about some of the conversations like Roy Williams talking to Michael Jordan and his family when he was a freshman, you know, a high school senior, like those things like are so impactful. And I'm just like, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Just, I mean, we see it, we see it in band as well too. People going from one school to the next and going here and this, that, and the third. And, and it's just like, you know, and everybody's situation is different. I, you know, I was in the band at two HBCUs for my own reasons. But, you know, but sometimes it's like sometimes you see folks just hopping around and it's happening in college, you know, sports, just being able to just up and go. And, and it's just, I don't know, man, it's it's, it's a lot. And, and, and we, we have to do better um, because if our business was together at HBCUs, we wouldn't have lost Dion at Jackson State, or we wouldn't lose this coach here. We wouldn't lose this coach here. Or I, we know of music educators. I'm thinking of two right now, and y'all probably know exactly who I'm talking about, that are at PWI's major Division One schools and got kick-ass band programs. But you cannot tell me that they would not take an opportunity at the alma mater A or any other HBCU if that business and that bread was together. But, I, but, but see, and I, and I was thinking about that. So I want to, I want to get mm -hmm. on that for a second. Um, but I, I kind of want to backtrack very quickly and then get to that. Um, because I, I think when it comes to 
band, marching band, blah, 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 blah. I know that the idea and the thought process is we want to best, you know, the next band that we have. I think there has to be some decorum. Uh, one of the things when I listened to that announcer, I just don't believe that that was something that needed to be said. I don't think that it needed to be announced. Uh, I think that was probably the lowest gut punch or, 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 and the lowest blow that you can probably take. Uh, for me, and, and, and there had to me that was like the uncut group, you know, out on the field. Like there, there has to be a level of decorum that you got to keep uh, when 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 you're just doing anything, uh, uh, specifically with with marching band. Um, you know, that's that's just kind of how um, I felt about that. And, um, you know, some people may agree, some people may disagree. Um, but I think and I think that goes further to the the idea of where we say or where we've said before that I think that sometimes we take things too far. I think marching band itself, uh, when it comes to HBCUs and, 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 and black spaces specifically, um, have gone a little gone a little too far to try to um, best one another. So, you know, that's kind of where I am with that. Um, I don't know if anybody else has any thought on that. But, oh, go ahead, Quan. Nah, uh, my whole point is this. Do y'all realize we've been talking about this more than Breath Far uh, stealing money? Facts. Uh, for uh, his alma mater. I, 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 I agree. I agree. That's why when Portia was saying we can't be we can't be racist because of systemic power. This man has has Brett Favre have literally done things that like stolen from the poorest state in the union to build a new stadium for a place where they don't have clean water. But yet and still we're talking about Dion. Then on the flip side, the Kyrie Irving situation, they make it him apologize and different things. They put him on the news and, and so forth and so on. But Jerry hey. Jones ain't said a damn thing. You know, deflecting, deflecting. But then we we have a person such as Michael Vick that did one and a half, I think almost two years in prison for a dogfighting situation that he really wasn't even involved in, but took the blame. And every every time you still mention his name, you still bring that up. When after he did his time, Peter was at his game. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't see the big picture. At the end of the day, if that man want to transition, I mean, it is what it is. My thing is, let's be solution-based now at this point. How can we, uh, why, like, I see Michonne in the, in the, in the, uh, the comments are saying, we be begging, we be, a lot of not begging, I'm sorry. We be asking, we be asking. But the truth is, we do beg our university, honestly, for equity. We're speaking about equity. Like we don't we don't really know what that means. We're speaking about equity, bro. So at the end of the day, bro, like like this right here, like our energy goes towards so much stuff that don't even matter because his tax bracket don't even affect us. But those kids that still at Jackson State is gonna affect them. It's gonna it's gonna affect this next graduating class at Jackson State. But I think going- but I think when 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 you bring that up and I don't want to cut you off, but I I think that and let me speak for me specifically, because I am i can't talk about everybody else. But I know that where I speak from, my, my thought process is from that perspective. Because those kids are now affected. Those kids came in with a dream. If, if I'm a, a sophomore and I was playing under Dion, 
And now Dion Tips, I, I in my mind was already expecting that by my senior year, I'm graduating, and I'm going to graduate with Dion Sanders being my coach, and he has instilled these things in me, and my expectation is there, and now he's not. And so that leaves a feeling within that child and and those kids, especially when you got some kids that he's gonna take. And that and and there's some kids that gonna sit around in that room like, dang, why ain't he take me? You know what I'm saying? Or, or but how you, you know. avoid that? Because if if he even if he waited five years, there would still be some students in I that agree. situation. I agree to that. I agree to that. And and we we we've all been in positions. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like you know, I know us three have been at the secondary level. How many times a coach get or a band director get caught up when they be like, you know what, I'm gonna graduate with this class. I'm, I'm gonna transition out. But then there's that next class, and you be like, man, but I can't leave them. Yeah, and then you look up, it's ten years later. That's why I said I agree. I agree right. with yeah. portions. Yeah, that's why. That's why I said I agree. With yeah. So 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 it's kind of like because life is nothing but a vapor, y'all. If his mindset is. I'm a transition, I'm a transition, I'm a transition. Well, maybe he needs to be honest with the people that he's recruiting and the people that maybe that's the kids that he's taking. Maybe he told Travis Hunter, hey, look, we're going to go to Jackson State. I'm going to give you this full ride. We're going to do this. We're going to transition to Colorado with different facilities. Maybe that's the conversation that he had and the mama was like, okay, well, I trust you, Mr. Sanders. Just take care of my baby. Or whatever. Take care you of my take baby. Care of my child. I mean, because let, let's be real. When you grow up in poverty, okay, man, as long as you take care of my child, don't play with me, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know the NIL, and NIL deals that he may get some of them, them those kids that he takes with him. We, we don't know. But at the end of the day, at this point, he's transitioned out. What are we going to do? From a band director perspective, what are we going to do? From a secondary point of view, when they shut down these feeder schools, what are we going to do? That's just that's just where we at at this point. What are we supposed to do? So I I want to I want to make sure I get back to to Chuck's point earlier, and then I want to kind of address uh, something that you said, um, Chuck. You're absolutely right. There are directors at predominantly white institutions that would love to more than likely be at their alma maters in historically black colleges and universities. I think that that what I'm about to say may play into some of the things that happened with Dion, um, because of the fact that once again, I don't know what the conversations were behind closed doors when it pertains to Dion and Jackson state and him leaving. But I will say this in a lot of cases, most of our schools don't even want them key, them guys who are at the predominantly white institutions. Let's be real. We're not hunting for them. We're just really not. I mean, we can try to we can try to mask it as much as we want to, but that's most of the time they get pushed out. Most of the time they're they're either either they don't want them, or it goes to the same thing we said. They ain't gonna pay them amount of money that they worth. And there are other people who are going to be able to, who are going to say, you know what, I get to go back to my alma mater, so I'll take this forty thousand as a university band director. Cause, Cause, it's posted right now. It's people making. Like, let's 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 keep it a buck. Alabama yeah. State is a forty thousand dollars job. Let me explain something to you. Right now, right now, today, today, right now, yeah, it's posted right now. Yes. forty thousand dollars. Uh, 
Yes. Was assistant band director. Yes. Yeah. And they talk about we not trying to eat. Y'all know how long ago it's been since I made forty thousand. Cause look at it. Cause look at it like this. And 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 Chuck, I'm gonna let you go in a second. But but look yeah, at it like yeah. this. Most of us want to be at our HBCUs. Most of us who are at, at predominantly white institutions want to be at our HBCUs. But most of us who are qualified to be university head band directors are not going to take less than most high school band programs. They're just not. And the people who are going to do it, more power to them. I'm not, I'm not hating on them. More power to them. $40,000? Listen. From what I what what I think, if and and somebody please correct me if I'm wrong, I think there is only two to maybe three historically black college and uh, band directors that make six figures. Yep. Four. So because because Portia, you got to understand, some people just want to be able to say I'm the head band director of X school. Some people are like, I just want to be at that level, so I'll take Where whatever. Where are you living? I'm, look, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm just telling you. I'm just saying. Now, as it relates to Quan's point, yes, he is absolutely right. What are we doing now with our people, right? But then he also brought up those other situations. And I've got to say this. There's a reason, well... I covered this specifically not because of Dion, but more or less because of the fact that even in band director world, music education world, we do the same thing. Let's let's keep it a buck. We do, right? But he meant he mentioned a lot of other situations that happened in media. Listen, we don't control media. We don't control our spaces. We don't. So the things that are able to make it in national news and able to be blown up and able to be televised and all of these kind of things that are pushed into the forefront, we don't control them. That's why it gets out there. It's as simple as that. There is no random equation for it other than the fact that they, and let me not say they, other than the fact that people would rather push a negative perception on an African-American person rather than shed the light on what is really hurting the community, our community, and the community at large. They gaslight our situations because we don't control the narrative. We just don't. So I can agree that it is, it is sad, the fact that we, we have made so much bigger lights over so many things that have happened with our people specifically. But I also agree, or I also feel, that in many times we don't fight enough to change the narrative. We just don't. We don't. If we really cared about the narratives, and, and, and this is why I said what I said last week when, when, when Quan asked me about the rap music. I don't listen to rap music because I realize, let me, because there is, there is Christian hip-hop, but I don't listen to the rap music that people that are, is put out today because I realize it's not good for our people. 
It's just not. And most of the most of the hip hop, I don't like calling it hip hop, but most of the rap that is made is poison to our people. It's poison. But they're going to keep feeding it to us and we're going to keep indulging in it because we don't fight for better for us. Because we don't control the media. We don't say FCC, this is a problem. Can we get some, can we allow some better music in our, on our stations, please? Let me give you another point because I'm, I'm, I'm way off, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go because this is where my brain is right now. One of my favorite albums that I listen to with my kids is the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse album. Do you know why? Because it is mostly 95% rap music with not one curse word. So what it tells me is that you're capable and we are capable of doing it, but we choose not to, and the media continues to allow it. So yes, yes, Quan is, I'm, I'm sorry, he's been down here this whole time. Quan is absolutely right. But until we make the decisions to, to step up and say, hey, this is an issue. I'm not going to divest in this anymore. I'm not going to ingest this. It's just going to keep happening. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree, man. And, and when you said that, it made me think about when I was living in Chicago and there's this grocery store in Chicago. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. It's called Mariano's Mariano's has either a live or they have one of those, uh, um, pianos that play by themselves. So already, you already know that this is a different type of grocery store when you walk in, right? On Fridays, if you ever go on a Friday at noon, it's like happy hour at the deli for like folks that are 60 and older, right? Trying different wines and different stuff from the deli area. I say that because you could not find a Mariano's and the the food is extremely fresh anywhere south in Chicago. But what you can find is McDonald's, McDonald's, Wendy's, Popeye's, Corner Store, this, that, and the third, over and over and over. And we keep consuming that stuff like over and over and making it money. The best McDonald's I've ever been to is off of Stony Island on the south side of Chicago. And I was like, why is this McDonald's so good? I was like, I've never had a McDonald's that tastes like this. Like, it's it's insane. And, and I used to talk about that with my students. Like, why do you see this? And why do you see this? And it's because we consume it. Water is more expensive than a bag of Flaming hot chips. You know, I say, I say, why is that? Why do you think that? And so you're totally right. Like, you know, we we consume this media. And and there was a video that came out after Dion broke it to his kids that he was transitioning to another job. And that video was the students at Jackson, the players, thanking him for what he's taught them and what he's invested in them. And it was entitled, this is what they don't want you to see. You know, and and, and it was, I was glad to watch that video, even though, you know, there's definitely some sting there. And, and, and some of those students, excuse me, those players are not going to realize until they go to that next football practice and things are totally different. You know, it's the transition of power. It happens, positive and negative. But, um, you know, 
there there's there there's definitely a a um you know a lot of truth to what you just said and 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 an impact in terms of us controlling our own narrative this is why i love when um you know the nba i think it was milwaukee and another team that was about to play and there was another there was riots going on in milwaukee again and and they weren't doing anything about it and they said no we're not playing I said, we're not playing until the, you come up with solutions to fix this. And at that point, they made every NBA arena like a, an official voting site, you know, so folks can vote and stuff like that. Like, just taking off for that little bit of time, it affected so much positive change. And, and I think that that needs to happen on the band end as well, too. And it, it's, it's going to cost some folks some of their positions. You know, let's let's just be honest about that, and that's tough. People are not that's, willing to give up that seat, right? And that, that, and that's, that's tough. I remember, yep, I remember. Um, you know, uh, my band director, he's still still at still at ANT. One of my band and band directors, Dr. Ruff, and he was like, "The next band director will get everything that I've been fighting for." You know, he would always say that. And, 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 and I know uh, we got um, Zachary is sitting there, and I know they sit in these meetings and just fuss just to get the bare minimum, just to get the bare minimum to be able to do this, do that. We've just, we just dealt with a whole bunch of backlash on a major, major media outlet why we didn't go to the championship game in our conference. They're like, um, you going to pay for it? Do you know how far it is? Do you know we're not going to be able to play when we get there? Do you know we have X, Y, Z other performances set up? Like, this ain't our priority, you know, and, and, and we don't have the funds for it. And people are, we're taking them back. Like, what? Like, y'all don't have it? No, we don't get money. You but, know, but like, I, like we should. You but know? I mentioned, but I checked, but I, can y'all hear me? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got you. But, but, but watch this, though. But I bet you many of those presidents are going to go and travel. I bet you many of those administrative assistants of the presidents, they're going to travel too. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, we mm-hmm. pick and choose. We say it's about the kids, but really is it, though? Like, that, like that's my whole point. So from that standpoint, uh, Luke and uh, everybody, we are hypocrites. We're hypocrites to ourselves because we end up shooting ourselves in the foot. I think, real talk, I'm not knocking that man for for you know for transitioning but what i nope. do knock us at, i knock us as a people because real talk if we do look out for one another and be like you know what we're not gonna go we're we're, we're not gonna go and play at another football game until real talk y'all fix our instruments real mm-hmm. talk would it what would if hypothetically speaking all the hbcu band directors was like we seen what y'all did to fam you for that North Carolina trip. We're not going to play until real talk. We all real talk uh, have the proper budget that we're supposed to have. It's crazy that you'd be going, like we have to go to performances to, to speak to other chancellors at other institutions if you're a part of a system to get money that the, our own university and our own house is not even willing to give us. A man is without honor in his own home and that's how they mm. treat us. That's the problem. But see the thing we, about, we allow our own stuff and I put But see the thing about we that Quan, the thing about that Quan and 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 the reality is we have gotten to a space where it's not about we, it's about I. That's just that's just the that's the truth. You're absolutely correct. What if HBCUs did that? And I can tell you that there are well, I'm not gonna speak for anybody else, but what I will say is this. There would there would probably be more than one or two in the pack that says, I ain't doing that. I ain't messing up my check. 
we didn't practice, we gonna put on the show. That's what we gonna do. Now, if that if y'all go do something else, that's on y'all. Let's dance again, let's just go out there but, and dance for the masses. But the the, the truth is. And, and, or and, and, my facility is okay. My check eye, my staff doing all right, so that ain't really my problem. Get y'all, yeah. And 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 I and 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 I and I know some of y'all are gonna have a problem with this, but he said it, and I absolutely agree with him. I was listening to, I think it was Doctor Umar the other day, uh, and he said one thing that really made sense. He said the reason why we don't have people who are gonna stand up and be leaders is because they have things to lose. If you're going to have people who are supposed to be your your leaders in the community, then they got to be financially well off. Because if you ain't, that means that you you're willing to lose and you got to be able to own your own stuff. You got to make your money off your own back. Because at any minute and we saw it with 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 with, with Kyrie, at any minute when you step out of a certain space and you step out of a way or a line or whatever, they going they going to put that check over your head and say, "All right, fall back in line. We saw it with Kaepernick. Yeah, absolutely. They completely blackball him. Now, every field, every helmet say Black Lives Matter. But he was ahead yeah. of his time. But he, he ain't got, but he still ain't got a job. Right. You said it by yourself, so we don't like it. But now that it became a global thing after George Floyd, oh, we all in this. They had commercials, he still ain't got no job, but you did it too early. We wasn't ready for you yet. We had it had to be our decision. And look, and this happened even further in the nineties. I dropped two names: Craig Hodges played for the Chicago Bulls. He was the leading three point shooter. He won the three point contest that year, and the next year he did not have a job. Why? Because he spoke out against the league, and um, you know, um, I believe. Um, Chris Jackson as well, too, also known as Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, and um, was following his religious practice, still being respectful, you know, to the national anthem. But they didn't like it, and they got rid of him. And those guys never played again. And they were some of the top players. But on the other side, Jerry Jones was just a kid. Mm. Mm. (laughs) But watch this, but... On the flip side, Michael Jordan didn't speak out when I believe it was either the governor or a senator that literally yeah. had the same methods from a Jim Crow era and didn't speak up against that. Now, I'm not going to knock and say Michael Jordan is not a philanthropist or whatnot, but some of these same people that we edify and praise also own stock in private prisons, too. I mean, oh, go ahead, Portia, before I... All I'm going to say is, y'all can tell if you just look at, just look at his response to the kneeling, he still think like that. In his mind, we still slaves, okay? Jerry Jones is a character, but nobody's going to ask him to apologize and to all of them that are saying he a key, he he was a kid, Emmett Till was too. I ain't stopped y'all. Mm-hmm. It is. So I I, I want to go back to this thing and 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 I because we we do got one more topic. Uh well it's really more of a question, but um well, all the topics are questions. But we 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 Chuck you said something earlier and it and it sparked 
something else in me. Um, I remember when I was working in South Dallas and I got really frustrated. My wife got frustrated when, when she came up because it's a food desert. Uh, we had a chicken, a chicken uh, shack across the street. Further up the road, there's a jack-in-the-box, a McDonald's, a barbecue place, um, a fish place right next to the ch- chicken shack, fried fish place. Further down, it's a wing spot. There ain't a Whole Foods, a Salada, a Sprouts. Hell, it wasn't even a Kroger. And then it made me think about the conversation going back to um, Roland Martin. And one of the things that he said was, we talk about, you know, uh, I don't even remember, Dion, but we don't even invest in black spaces and we don't invest in black things. For me, that was a hard statement. It wasn't a hard statement because of the fact that we don't invest. I try my best whenever, whenever available to invest uh, in, in, in black businesses. Um, shout out to all seasonings, my LB Hepston. Uh, shout out to, uh, um, uh, I can't think of her name right now, but I just bought a shirt from her t-shirt printing company. So I do my best to, um, support black business. Hell, I'm a black business. I have two businesses. A lot of people don't know that. But here's the problem I have with that. Ain't a lot of black businesses available down the street. Because what he said, and, and this, is going, this is going back to Roland. He said, if you're not, if you're not willing, if, if, if you're willing, you're going to pass up that, that white gas station, that white-owned gas station. Wait a minute. Where's the black-owned gas station? And even if there is... I can almost guarantee you it ain't where where I need to get gas from. And so what I'm saying is we've got to not only be realistic because I want to invest and I want to keep invest, investing in buying black. When my wife gets hair care products, she ain't trying to go to them. She's trying to buy black. That's what she does. But the truth of the matter is they ain't always readily available and they ain't always down the street. And then there are so many things that are put in place to keep us from black ownership and black entrepreneurship. It was, it was, and it still is. And that's that's why I say I, I have two businesses, but it still is an uphill battle for me to make sure that my business is continuously moving forward and thriving because there's so many extra things and extra steps that have to be in place. And a lot of people, we don't, you know, uh, one of the things they talk about a lot is, is talking about, you know, angel investors and, you know, do you have people in your family that can, that can invest? We don't come with that. You know, they asked me that when I was buying my house. I was like, what? Is this a standard question? Yes. That's crazy. When we, When they start talking about, uh, business grants and business loans and things of that nature, the first thing that they're going to ask you is, well, 
Do you have somebody that's in your family that can be, be able to give you the, you know, whatever? Or do you or do you want to go and get an angel investor? No, I don't want to get an angel investor for my business. Do you know why? Because I don't want anybody having a percentage of my business. It's my business. But we don't come with that that those years and years and lineage of of finance in our in our in our uh families. We just don't. But the truth of the matter is, and, and, and uh, trying to bring this part to a close, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to, A, invest in ourselves. B, we've got to start controlling some of our own narratives. We've got to wake up and be smart enough to be able to control them too. We can't just keep taking in poison and thinking that it's good for us. We just can't keep doing it. And now some people are just gonna be agree. Well, I can I can walk and chew bubble gum. Well, you know, hey, that's fine. If that's if, but to me, that still goes along the lines of it's all about me instead of about we. We've got to be able to stand up and make changes. We just we have to. I'm sorry. Or maybe I'm I'm not sorry. Uh uh real housewives and all ballers and my my wife is a ex-baller and all these extra things that put us in the worst lights ever and then you can't figure out why people stereotype us right because that's all what some folks see that's all their point of reference you know if they've never been around black and brown folk that's it reference is what they see on tv you have to realize there are there are states, there are there are cities in the state of Texas that ain't got one inch of black people in it. Not one. And their only vision of what black people look like is what is what is fed through them through the media. So we've got we collectively have got to do better. And I think and there may be, and, and, and honestly, there may be some percentage of people who are, who are not like this, but there are some who are. I think that's why some people just are kind of frustrated or upset with Dion. Not because he went and, and, and felt like he moved and elevated to his next space, but I think that because he, they may have felt that he should have stuck with his people and elevated his pe- people specifically in a space that is specifically for our people. Now, that once again... I'm always going to be on two sides of the fence about that. So I'm just saying, I believe that that could be where some of the frustration is coming from. I ain't hating on him. I can tell you right now, uh, I don't think he's a sellout. I, I, first of all, I don't believe in a lot of these different words, sellouts, and that C word that I don't too much care for. I don't, I don't believe in all of those words. That's just not me. That's just not how I roll. Um, that's not. I will never be like that. Uh, but what I will say is, you know, just getting back to what I was saying, I, I really think that we have to, to work harder to be able to control our own narratives. That's in TV, that's in music, that's in everything. We can't just accept whatever is given to us just because it got some chocolate folk in it and then say, oh, it's for, our, it's for the culture. Uh, just because it got chocolate folk in it don't mean it's for the culture. Because I can tell you right now, they ain't putting themselves in bad lights. They ain't making themselves look bad. And I always use this as an example. You go turn on, you go turn on that rock station. 
You go turn on some of their stations and you turn on ours. They still talking about love and getting married and building families and all that kind of stuff. And we uh, twerking at the red light on the headlights. And killing each other and, you know, having 15 babies with 15 different women. And doing and doing TikTok videos all day. You about when you? I, when, I, when I when I find out that that China has a completely different form of TikTok, that tells you that tells you what propaganda is. Yeah, right. bro, I saw that on a on a podcast just recently, and I was just like, I think a Joe Rogan was talking about it, and I was just like, man, like. You see how some of our countries have certain things in place, like for a purpose, you know, to prevent certain things, and 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 you know, uh, you know, the old saying, "Freedom isn't free." Mm. You know, we 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 sacrifice a lot just to be able to just do whatever. And I just want to say one more thing for all these people that's like big mad, like real mad. Like I saw a comment, like he's the new, he was the Trump of HBCUs. If you want something to be real mad about, they released a list of how much HBCUs are underfunded. Mm. Go get that your oh. energy. Oh, yeah. And, and, Go get that your energy. That's something. Oh, I mean, no, 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 no. I see, see, now, see, I was ready to move on. But they just had a goddamn hearing about the fact that Tennessee State is bringing in black people and taking them fr- and, and, and has more. Like they're doing the same thing to North Carolina A and T. How big? Yeah, they're, they're, they're at the top of that list. The same there thing. are other schools. The top of the list. There are other schools on that list that are not far behind. That have million are underfunded by. Mi- it's ridiculous. So it's some stuff to be mad at. Again, that ain't that ain't Dion fault. But again, we give our energy to stuff that don't matter, bro. It don't matter. We're the ones that spend the most money in this country, over a trillion dollars per year on stuff. I'm sorry, bro. No, you 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 are you are absolutely fine because it's it's the truth. It, it, the it reminds truth. me of the you you've seen the uh, you remember the Dave Chappelle skit when he was talking about you know where everybody got reparations. And as soon as we got it, what folks were spending it on, and 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 then the, then when he was the um, the newscaster Chuck Taylor, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he was like, "This is such a this is a consumer based you know uh, uh, you know what I'm saying community." So they just pouring this money right back into us. All right, um, we gotta we gotta move on because it's it's getting late and it's what time is it now? It's it's 11 o'clock where Porsche is. Um, so, and Chuck, uh, so this, this really was the last question. Um, I really, I, I typically open the room, but the room been open all day. So here, here it is. It's, it's, I don't know if it's going to make you, make you think or make you, you know, open up a whole nother can of worms. So here you go. Save yourself or save your community. Save yourself or save your community. 
Mm. Those things are mutually exclusive because I can't help my computer, my community if I'm sinking. Mm. Just like I can't so, pour from an empty cup. I have to have something to give. But and, and, and I absolutely agree with you. But the other half of that is think about what we do when we save ourselves. We start out around our people. Then we say, you know what? I'm going to go and get in this neighborhood where most of these people don't look like me. But the alternative to that is... I'm just saying. Your people kill you. Or your people become jealous of you. Or your people become envious of you. Mm. And that's that's what I was about to say. Save yourself or save your community. No, so so, so for me, I'll save those that want to be saved. The problem is... Sometimes when you try to show people that you're sick, that they're sick, or you're sick as a community, some people don't want the remedy, bro. Like, and that's that's just the bottom line for me. Like, what I realize is, unfortunately, as the certain, you know, schools that we teach at, unfortunately, every kid can't be saved. That's the that's the grief that you receive as a teacher. Every kid not gonna be saved. Some kids, we're taught, unfortunately, may end up in jail or are in the system. You don't want it for them because we, we believe that they're, you know, talented beyond measure. But the truth is, man, me- mentally, we are we are a sick people yeah. and we really need help. Yeah. Like straight up. And the only way we're going to help is with each other. But the educated people is hurting so much because we see the system for what it is. Yep. We see the check. We see the, the chess on checkerboard table, but people don't want to hear us because when we say that, oh, you think you're better than us. Yeah, so or you're above like, us and all this yeah, other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest example we have here recently is Nipsey Hussle. He came up. He from them streets, but he wanted to have a business in his community, and it got him killed. His community killed him. It wasn't an outside person that killed him. The community killed him. And there's so many examples of that. You know, I have people, I'm the first person in my family, my biological family, because I'm adopted, to go to college. And I don't know how many times, oh, here come the bougie one. Here come this. You know, here come that. Little comments. I've gotten that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why would I, why do I want to, I told my biological mom, me and her have a great relationship now. I don't want to be around them. I come in there. I, I speak to everybody. You know, I'm mixing, I'm mingling, but it's always a little comment. When I bought my house, oh, so you did da 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 No, I don't, I'm single with no kids, and these taxes is killing me. I had to do something. I won't go just go have a baby for tax benefits. And I hate moving, so uh, hey, might as well buy a house. Like, but it's it's our own com- it's our own people but that I, always have something to say. But I think so. I'm sorry if I'm gonna go down saving them, and they might not be grateful. I, it might be unpopular opinion, but I'm saving Portia. So I, I and, and 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 I hate to to harp on something or bring back something but and and most people probably won't agree right like but I think that still goes back to controlling our narrative I think just just think about it right 
most of the stuff that people digest digest and and ingest into them mm-hmm. is a culture of violence, jealousy, jealousy, greed, mm-hmm. drunkenness, lack of family, and it is filtered out through our own people. And they can say this, but this started in slavery. If you read any of those documents, the I think the most blatant one I've ever seen is if if you actually just read Willie Lynch. Well, yeah, I I, I agree. It, it definitely started there, have, and and it continued with the breaking up the other black family okay, yeah. with jails. Yes, you know it's continued. And so now, you know, it's the thing of now we got this whole situation with strong black women because, you know, it ain't it wasn't no man there. So we used to seeing women do it all for the most part. Now, we'll say the numbers are changing. It is a lot more black families now married to whole house, whole families. And the numbers are trending. I watch stuff like that. Well, 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 the only thing I'm going to say that goes against that, there is a higher percentage of women who have made the decision that they don't want to get married. And of many of them want children without the, the, the husband, they want to be single parents. But, but watch this though, Luke. But so, but, but the bottom line is this, every time we start winning, the game changes. That's what, that's, like that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Portia, like, Portia was saying it. Just, that's yeah. what, that's what I was going to say earlier, because every what I was going to bring up, Black Wall Street. Yeah. I was about to say that. Black yeah, Wall every time. I mean, mass genocide. Every time. Like, it was so crazy. Every time they saw us taking an inch, they toss up, they burned that city down. Because they, 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 they didn't need them. They were right. doing too much. It, w- it was a city. It was a city in Florida. Same thing. But, but and there are even, multiple cities. There are multiple. Right. It's this new documentary that I'm, I'm going to watch. That talks about even after slavery ended, how they went to they went and got some more slaves oh, and sunk the ship and bought them to Alabama to have them. And, oh, I mean, Africa time, yeah, Africa time. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so many times that you know we gonna have to do something to show them that they still have not arrived. Right, right. And, but but the but the crazy thing about that, okay, so you got slavery. Not to have, like have a history lesson, but you got slavery. Okay, we doing good after emancipation. Then the Republican and the Democratic Party, then you got the New Deal. Okay, so now we got separate but equal. Okay, so then you got years of Jim Crow. Okay, then we got civil rights laws. Okay, so then you kill our leaders off. You assassinate them, then you backdoor, and now you got you introduce welfare. Well, you can't get welfare if you got a, a man in the house. A man in the, the house. You know what I'm saying? So then, okay, so then that's the 70s. But then now you got crack in the 80s. Well, then you got, you know, the media takeover and propaganda in the 90s. And then now we're in the 2000s. So it's like every time we be like, okay, we figure that out. Okay, we winning, we winning. Because think about this. Back in the day, to get a college degree, it it mostly guaranteed you that you were going to have a successful life, right? until black folks started going to college in the nineties. And then it was like, Oh, they going to college. Okay. So you got to have a master's, you know, to truly get to six figures. And now, we don't make my, it so expensive that you in so much debt that you can't do nothing else after you leave it. 
And then here's the crazy thing. So now you make the salary, but your debt to income ratio is so high that they'll give you another student loan, but you can't get a business loan, though. You can't buy. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Ah. Thank you. And, and then, that's and, and that's and that and that on loan. that part. That's exactly what I was saying earlier about black entrepreneurship, because they make it so difficult for you to be able to own your own stuff. But they'll give you the money so they can put you further behind. They'll give you the money every time. You told me I had to go to school to be successful. I did. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to hold it against me. And then, and you know, and you know, and you know what they're doing now. So what they're doing now is now they're showing other kids. You really ain't got to go to school, be a YouTuber. So now you're making your, like, it's another revolving door. So now shuck and jive so that you can get a certain amount of likes and a verified blue check so that you can think you can get money. But see, here's the other problem with that. The other problem with that is the percentage of African-American people who are YouTubers who are, are massively successful is far lower than. Then, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. The algorithm. We finally get, we the finally algorithm get ain't algorithm. I don't even and know how to say that know, right. I'm just saying. You want to know. Here's the other thing. You want to know why they're pushing that now? Because the most educated group in the United States is who? Black, Black women. Women. Mm-hmm. So now we need to say that ain't the standard because they doing too much of this. Who still don't have equal pay? Who still don't? We the most educated, but we still don't have equal pay. Listen, even with my my bachelor's right now, right now, I have more education than my manager who's making way more than me. And after I get this master's, I'm going to make more, I'm going to have more education than her, her boss and her boss's boss. And they'll use you up for your ideas. And then when they feel like you got too uppity, they'll get rid of you. So this like, Oh, they ain't going to have to get rid of me. I keep it moving. I'm a Dion. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep it. Push. <laughs> but, 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 but but this whole centric thing literally is when they win You're going through a computer, bro. You're going through a computer. I don't know what you said. <laughs> Smiths. Oh darn. It, it's, we can't it's he can't it's he can't crazy. win either way, whether he on no. the computer or the phone. It's struggling. Mm. He's struggling tonight. Yeah. You say what? Can you hear me, bro? Yeah, go ahead. Try it again. Round two. Yes. Yeah. So I, I was, I was just saying. At the end of the day, the reality is, you. It's kind of like playing a a game with your siblings, because you backdoor and say, okay, like you be winning, you be winning, and then all of a sudden they hit reset on the game. Be like, start over. They learn your. They learn your tricks. You hit reset again. Exactly. Now it, it's it's Monopoly. Like you literally are now, can you imagine if you start playing Monopoly but you ain't got no money? You ain't got no property, you ain't got no none of that. Like that's that's literally being a minority, an African American in, in this country. But then they say go back and we be like, Well, we built it. So like we have a more sense of owning we're more patriotic than them. We fought in your wars and then came back and didn't even have the benefits of the GI Bill. Like it 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 goes so so deep, bro. 
I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Well, it's I can tell you this. This is this is um, a lot more conversation that needs to be had that can't happen tonight because <laughs> we will be here for another three hours uh, having this conversation. But I do think it, it, it's definitely necessary. Um, you know, at some point, you know, we have to have these conversations on this channel, on this, on this show, uh, because honestly, who else in our space is talking about this? You know, and there, there may be some people, there may be some people and let's just keep it a buck. There may, I said what Quan said, let's keep it a buck. Uh, but, but let's just, just, let's just keep it a book. There may be some people who don't ever visit spaces who are having these conversations. So they got to hear from somewhere. And these conversations are definitely necessary. So, uh, you know, I know it started with Dion, but you know, it opens up a whole, whole, whole new, uh, not necessarily can of worms, but just a, a bigger perspective that we need to continuously look at. And we need to be continuously talking about. And I think part of it is connected, though, because yeah. he's probably making this. If he felt like he could have got hired in the NFL from an HBCU, who knows if he would have left. But that's not the, that's not how this works. That's not the standard. We do have to show and prove. We do have to go above and beyond. We do have to sell ourselves more in those spaces. We do. That's true. I agree. Um, Again, bro, this is my last comment, you know, on this specific topic, bro. No, it's not. Jeff Saturday, possibly, okay. Uh, Jeff Saturday got a whole NFL job with no. No NFL experience. I'm going to finish it. I got it. I got it. But I mean. He just played in the NFL, just like Dion. Right. Because literally, but, but, but I'm just saying, oh, bro, think about it. Reggie Wayne is on like, like, how can you look at me in my face when I know I have more credentials, more, more knowledge about this, but you got the name. Cause I've been an assistant but, coach. I've been doing this and you didn't came out of nowhere. Cause but he see, you. but see, here's the problem, Quan. And, 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 and this is the issue. Me being in, and, and I don't know, um, Chuck and Quan, have you experienced this before? I know that when I was back in my high school, I would make it a point to, and I and and I purposely wore this today for a reason. Um, I would make it a point to make sure that I spoke to every band director when we played them. Um, you know, and and for the most part, we didn't play many schools that were black. And me being somebody who's worked in drum corps before, I would go and speak to them all the time. And I would say, Hey, you know, I, I tech for this core, uh, you know, I, I'm caption head at this core, blah, blah, blah. And it baffled me. I was a band director in a low socioeconomic area with about 40 kids, mostly Hispanic, but you know, black and Hispanic kids. And I went to so many directors and I would ask them, what school did you come from? Oh, I went to SFA. I went to UT. I went to UNT, blah, blah, blah. Really? 
how many years you've been teaching? Oh, man, I just graduated like two, three years ago. And I'm sitting back like, I have a master's degree. And I'm, and, and this is no slight to the school that I was at, but I have this situation. You just graduated three years ago and you got 110 kids with a staff and all the things that you need. And I, I got a piece of saxophone together and a clarinet. I can't always take my, my stuff to the shop, so I got to I gotta learn how to fix it myself. So it's not just it's not just the situation with Dion. It really isn't. We have to continuously prove ourselves and prove ourselves and prove ourselves. And unfortunately that you know, we always talk about having a seat at the table. I think I saw Crystal put that in earlier. But sometimes I'll be thinking we just build our own dag on table. What does that look like? I'm being honest, it looked like this. But just know, just know this: when you build your table, they're gonna talk about your table. Facts. Not and and it, and it may not even be the counterparts because here's the thing: the counterparts gonna look at how you build that table, and they want your secrets on how you build your table. But the people that look like us, they'd be like, "Nah, tear their table down." Yep. Or the other people will make our people tear our own table down. And that's the sad part. We can't root for everybody. We can't recognize that there's room for everybody. There's a lane for everybody. I can root for you and still stay my own course. Mm. You know, uh, one of the things that, you know, I listen to a lot of different people. One of the things that, that always speaks out to me, you know, even when we start talking about, you know, the Bible and things of that nature, the real the realization is everybody can't go. <laughs> and that's a fact. Everybody can't go. You know, you the, the idea is you want to help them, you want to bring them along, you want to be able to 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 get your people on board. Everybody can't go. So um we need to get ready to sh- Oh, go ahead, Quan. No, nah, this is it for me. In the great words of a great poet, I'm gonna pass through this town once and I'm not passing again. Sometimes that's how we really should operate in life. That's why I don't knock prime because it was a it was a time in the season. And I think for all of our goals and ambitions, sometimes that's how it is. I know that. For this specific time, I know Prime said it, but I know God had me here at Worthen for a reason. Because the truth is, I didn't pick it. It picked me. And initially, I didn't even want to be there. But the growth and what I've learned has made me the to be the band director that I am now and that I want to become. But the difference is, when I leave and transition, I think it's just the way you walk out of the door sometimes. Mm. That's what we have to be cognizant of. It's not about it's not about uh, what he did because he did great things. Sometimes when you walk out the door, don't slam the door that protected you at first. Mm. 
I'm assuming that was your final thought and what you have for the culture, right? I don't have to ask, right? You ain't got to ask, bro. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that that was your stamp and you was going to put it on there. Uh, Chuck, you hang, hung with us to the end, so any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture? Oh, man. A um, lot of layers to this, but um, definitely if we, if we want better, we got we to gotta do better. You know, we got to do better all the way around. Um, on another note, Portia, I'm trying to get the Legion at my school when y'all come to Atlanta. Um, so hopefully y'all can come. I was talking to uh, Pop Sanders before the Thanksgiving break. So awesome. Oh, to, you the one she was talking about. Happen. She yeah. said somebody had reached out when we was talking at our last meeting. She was like, somebody had reached out about us. Hopefully we can come. We trying to make, we trying to. We're trying to have some stops down there while we're there. Oh, Make yeah, for sure. Definitely got it. A lot of talent. A lot of talent. We got district auditions this weekend. A lot of talent. And so, uh, and and I don't know, I don't know the last time you guys have been down here to actually, you know, to recruit. I think it was 2008. It's been a while. Right. It was, it was a while. It's a while. And so I was telling my kids, I was like, look, I want you guys to experience something different. So hopefully we can make it happen. You know, make hey, it I'm praying. Throw, I'm throw praying some on stuff that. On the grill for y'all and then and, and, and set it out for you guys. Hey, you guys I, I, I'm praying. Yeah, I hope we can make that happen. I actually might be down there a couple of days early. I have twin godsons there that I haven't seen in a year. So, okay. Um, yeah. You cool. got no party. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. now this is a great, great conversation. We need to have more of this and we got to, you know what I'm saying? Make sure that um, we uh, just keep things in perspective, man, and and support, support our own, you know? So yeah, I ain't ain't mad at him. Portia, any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture? We need to be realist. We can be upset and we can feel how we feel, but in the same shoes, some of us would do the same thing. Hindsight is always a different perspective, you know, and we can always weigh in on other people's decisions, but I'm going to say this, how I say about preachers, we got to be careful about assigning expectations to other people's lives and situations. We that that we can't do that because you can only speak from an outside perspective. Like you said earlier, I think some other people said it. We weren't in those rooms. We don't know what those conversations look like. And none of us are perfect. So let's give each other a little bit more grace. And if we want to get upset and get really rowdy about some stuff, it's some stuff that we should be really yelling and screaming about. But we worried about Dion and his checks. I really, truly, genuinely wish those students and that football program and that university the absolute best um, going forward. I couldn't imagine being in that situation, um, but grace, we all need grace. And I don't know that I would have handled the situation any differently. That's all I got. Absolutely. Um I I just got to say this, uh, and I'm going to heart back on this. We just got to be careful with the verbiage and the words that we use um, and the things that we say. I, I, you know, I'm going to 100% to say this much success to him. I, 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 like I said, I started it that way. I'm never going to wish ill will on somebody that is not in my nature. That's not my character. Much success to him, much success to the future of Jackson state and their football program. 
their athletic program, the university and the spirit that, that they have embodied for about the last three years. I hope that it continues to go forward. Um, you know, much respect to the SWAC and just HBCUs in general. I hope that his time in the SWAC and in the HBCU did spearhead uh, more that we just can't see at this particular time. Uh, but I definitely will continue to say we've got to be careful about the words and the verbiage that we use. I tell you, I, 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 say, I said this and I will say this again. I don't believe in using the word sellout and I don't believe in using that C word. And the reason why I don't is because that shows a outward division amongst us all. And we've got to do better with our words and what we put out there in front of everybody. And remember this, if somebody makes a decision to do something in this quote unquote sellout nature, they knew what they were doing before they did it. So you calling them a sellout and the C word in public forms ain't going to make them change their mind. They are going to be who they were before you said a word. So be careful with the verbiage and the words that you use in public forums. We've got to show a lot more uh, unity amongst ourselves. And using words like that shows a division amongst everyone. All right. Uh, I don't have anything else. Please make sure you stop by the store, www.realtalkthattalk.com. Uh, you can pick up your merchandise. Remember, you get 30% off your final purchase. All you have to do is type in HBCU Band. We will be back on next Wednesday, man. This has been a super dope show and a much, much, much necessary conversation that we just had to have. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm one of the people who who stay up and, well, not stay up, but get up and watch the Rose Bowl and stuff like that. And I watch all the bands too. So we're definitely going to be talking about that. Uh, we're definitely going to be talking about Norfolk uh, coming through. Absolutely. Um, Tearing up on Banfest. Tearing up on Banfest. Yeah. Oh, and we we um we doing the grandstand. They selected us. Well, look at that. Look at that. Y'all cranking. Y'all better play behold on there too. If you don't play behold, it might have a problem. But anyway, but man, this has been a super dope episode and super dope show. I appreciate everybody in the comments. Make sure you hit the like button on the way out. I, oh yes, and I want to make sure I say this again. Happy birthday to my son. Uh, it's still his birthday. It's 1036 over here, so he's still uh, in birthday time. My seven-year-old son, love you, boy. Other than that, man, this has been great. We will see you guys on the next week. Thank you for tuning in to Talk That Talk. Find us on social media outlets and YouTube at Real Talk That Talk. Talk That Talk is a brand of the Passion Is Network. You can contact Passion Is at passionis1919 at gmail.com. If you would like to contact the panel of Talk That Talk, email us at realtalkthattalk at gmail.com.